out your headphones, dude. Did you listen to the lyrics of that song? Very, uh, what is the right word? Relatable to our times. And shout out to Kojak for that. And my guest today, who you actually kind of resemble Kojak in a weird way. I'll, I'll really, show you. I don't really know who he is, so. Amazing uh, musician. And he made us that song. Avid podcast listener. And all around, just great, cool motherfucker. But I'll show you a picture of him later, and you tell me if, what you think. But a little bit, just he a little bit. He must be pretty good looking, too. Very good looking. Right. Um, guess my uh, co-host today, Joshua P. Holmes. Hello, everybody. Thanks for being here, buddy. Might not be my first time. It's Maybe not second. your first time. It's your. This is a f- officially, we'll unofficially, your third time. We'll go with second. Because one of the times we tried to do a hotel podcast, and you showed up insanely wasted we didn't even know you were going to be there and what happened was is my girlfriend at the time and i my ex-girlfriend were we weren't it wasn't going well and i had a bad home life and so matt and i just we wanted to podcast but we also thought you know like fuck it like let's just get a hotel it'll be fun anyway it was kind of an idea but it was kind of like an idea where it was like that i had but you could tell matt probably like saw through it and was like yeah i know why we're doing this but it'll still be fun and, you know, so we got a hotel room here in town, in the town we lived in. And it was pretty lame. It was fun. It was cool. And then we, we were like, we'll do a podcast. We'll hang out. We'll see if anyone wants to come hang out, you know. And then we just never really, so we tried to podcast, but by the time we got to it, we were so drunk. And you, we called you to see if you wanted to come, and we pretended like we, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm not sure what happened. All I know is I got a phone call, and the phone call was asking me if I wanted to be on the podcast, and I said yes. I was pretty sober at that point, but I was a little nervous, so I decided to drink heavily and then show up at your hotel room, Uh huh. and that did not end up well. Yeah, you showed up. We went down the elevator. I had no idea you were coming. The elevator doors open, and I think your words might have been what's up bitches and you were just right there and we're like how the fuck did you get here and just ridiculousness ensued so that one never aired but you did actually come on when i lived at the place my well, the hotel place. one the best part about it is well maybe not the best part there's a lot of good parts about that one but bad parts as well is my uber driver he looks at me and goes so wait i just picked you up from your house and you live with your girlfriend right now but i'm dropping you off at a hotel Oh, it looks sketchy. Oh, he thought it was sketchy as shit. He thought I was definitely cheating. <laughs> but I was just there to do a podcast. Just hang out with some dudes. Yep, hang out with four dudes. That's what it was. <laughs> in a hotel room. <laughs> Sounds not sexual at all. But No, now <laughs> that I'm thinking about it, like the front desk person was probably like, what the fuck? Oh, they definitely thought there was an orgy going on. Yeah. <laughs> that maid is going to have, sorry, room service attendant is going to have a stinky, smelly mess to pick up. Are they not called maids anymore? I don't know. It just didn't seem right. I feel like nothing is supposed to be called what it's called anymore. I guess you're right. So I just, you know, 
I went ahead and got ahead of it. Understandable. Yeah, it was. Uh, so now, so second official time, third unofficial time. Are you gonna stand up? I'm standing up now. Yeah, standing up now. I like the eye level. Yeah. Do you want me to sit down? Nope. Okay. I don't know. So we're just, uh, you know, drinking and having a good time. That was stupid. I wish I wouldn't have said that. Mm, that's all right. Speaking of drinking, have you ever had anyone on your podcast just getting drunk off White Claw? No. So I'm the first for that. You're my. F- you're the first straight up just chugging White Claw person. I'm pretty sure I keep White Claw in business. Yeah, and you have dip. In. And dip. You're so going to have some too. I'm probably going to end up having some. Yeah. The problem with, you know, when I put the dip in, it I get a weird southern accent. That'll be okay for your podcast. I don't know what it is, and I don't know why. We'll call it Southern Nights. And I, <laughs> Southern Nights. And I only do it when you're... I've, on, I've only ever put a dip in if you're hanging out and we're drinking. Not necessarily if we're drinking. If I'm picking you up on Thursdays, you yeah. put one in every time. Yeah, you're my... I go to Uber first, and you're my backup. You're my backup shoot to trying to get home from market from an open mic on a Thursday. I sometimes wonder who's more drunk on that ride home, though. <laughs> Don't say that on the internet. My bad. <laughs> there is no cops out there. We're good. Dude, I've witnessed you you deal with the police better than I have ever seen. And I know partially because you look like you look like a bruh. Right? I mean, you have a good old boy vibe to you. The good old boy, you know, I've done nothing wrong in my life. Perfect record. So, like, not just look like it. Not just look like it, though. You look at the record. There's nothing. That's true. That is that is true. Nothing at all. And you kind of look like you could possibly have your shit together. Which I don't know if I do, but possibly. <laughs> it looks good, yes. at least. And like for me, like in a situation, if it was me in the driver's seat, they'd be like. Uh, get out of the fucking car. The drug dog's coming. I don't know what it is. Oh, the time I got pulled over with you in the car. Yeah. You wanted to fight the cop right away before he even I came did up. not want to fight the you cop. I would never him. try to you, fight a cop. You, you weren't wanting to fight him, but right away, you were just like, we're going to jail. We're yeah. going to jail. I was like, we're fucked. You're like, fuck this. this. We're done. It never ends well for me. By the way, I was sober on this drive. Yeah. You picked Matt and I up actually from a podcast. From a podcast. They were a little intoxicated. Mm-hmm. And got pulled over on the way home, and Matt and Jared both were freaking out a little bit. And I'm like, guys, calm down. I got this. And I was going, like, what, 22 over? So yeah. pretty fast. Yeah. And cop thought I was being an asshole at first. I don't know if you remember that, but he's like, said something about, like, do you know how fast you are going? I was just like, I wasn't looking at my speedometer. And he looked at me, he's like, there were four signs you passed that said the speed limit. I'm like. No, my speedometer. Like, I saw the signs. Is he mouthing off right there? Right, well, Dude, I would have been dragged out. Well, got that good boy look. I guess. Then he's just like, all right, have a good night. <laughs> you didn't even get a ticket, did you? I'm pretty sure I've been pulled over 27 times with no tickets. What the fuck is going on here? Well, you just got to, hey, tip for anyone out there, you get pulled over, treat them like they're your friends. Because they are, because you're white. Well, that is might be true, <laughs> yes. That is 100% true. Just pretend like they're on the football team with you in high school, because that's what I do, because he was. No, they probably weren't. They were in the band or something. No, dude. You want to fight with me? You want to fight with you? You wonder why I'll... So I, there's a, been an on-running thing. Let me explain this, because maybe not everyone 
I don't know who listens to this anymore, to be completely honest with you. I'm not even sure if anyone does. And you know what? I don't really care. I, I Nor do I. I enjoy having fun and drinking and talking shit. It's a good time. But so let me set up the scenario. There's been an on-running thing with Josh and I. You'll see if you if you do listen to this, you probably obviously follow it on Instagram. We quit it. Yeah, we quit it. But uh, Josh is larger than I am. Right? Is that a fat joke? No, no, it's not a fat joke at all. You're you're bigger than me. Yes, I'm definitely bigger than in a you. in a fight anyway. And I'm not saying these aren't fair fights. So let me. Know. I'm not trying to say I can beat your ass by any means. I would not say that, and nor would I ever want to. But what I'm trying to say is. Are you getting upset? <laughs> I'm not getting upset at all. No. I know, I know. I'm actually thinking right now, I'm thinking right now, I'm like, who would I rather fight, you or your dad? Because your dad's actually like more my size, but even bigger. Oh, my dad would beat your ass. Yeah? Yeah, he used to box. Oh. Yeah. I boxed for like four years, five years, six years, something like that. I've seen him, I've seen him Yeah, I, wanna, I, I don't think I'd want to fight your dad. No. What's he, like 6'6"? Six, six? He's like 6'4". Six, 6'4", four. Six, four. he's a big boy. He's, yeah. If you, I see you, you on the street, to. I don't want to fight you, though. You could. See, I think this is how it is. You see those tapes up there, Marty Stauffer's Wild America? He has a, uh, I love, he's a wildlife photographer, and, and he's like makes documentaries on animals. And there's this one epic showdown. Uh, a this. I hope this doesn't sound douchey. I don't care. So there, there's a, a bobcat and a lynx. You know what those animals are? A bobcat, yeah. yeah bobcat and a lynx. So yeah, the, you, you saw that video about the bobcat, right? Which one? Wasn't that a bobcat? That's a mountain lion. All right, well, keep going, then we'll talk about the mountain lion. Okay, so the bobcat and the lynx, they meet in the wild, and they're fighting over territory, and Marty Stauffer documents this. Wait, what's this. a lynx? A lynx is a basically a larger bobcat. Okay. So physically and looking at it, naturally you would think that the lynx is going to win because it's physically bigger than the bobcat but the bobcat is such a cunt and is so like has such a mean disposition that most of the time when the two meet the bobcat ends up winning just because it's such a fucking scrappy rowley motherfucker he's a scrappy little fucker that's how you are so anyway, I don't. Is this a roundabout way that saying that I could beat your ass? I think it is. I think that's <laughs> what you're sorry. going for. This isn't fair. This is. Uh, let's be honest. We've never actually fought. He always just sh- comes up from behind. Yes, I emerge <laughs> from somewhere. My neck was sore for three days one time. Yeah, I actually. Thought, I'm sorry, dude. I thought about going to the hospital if it didn't get better because I couldn't breathe that well. But you didn't tap. Here, I did not. You tap. won't. You refuse to tap. If anyone's listening to this, do you tap if someone comes up from behind? You only tap if it's. An actual fight. That's you the only could, time. But it would have ended if you would have tapped. But I wasn't going to. The thing is, we're both wrong and we're both right. No, the <laughs> thing is, I'm wrong in this situation for doing it, but I'm right in saying if you just would have tapped, it would have ended. I actually don't think you would have let go. I would have, 100%. Well, maybe. 100%. I told you nine times not to do it. <laughs> I think that's counting Any, as tapping. You know what, man? This has all hey, made me realize. I'm that. not gonna hold on. Wait, my my favorite part about you choking me out is the next day, I'm googling, <laughs> I'm on my phone, I type in, I'm like, got choked and I can't really breathe that well or whatnot, and all <laughs> that comes up is domestic violence, like people beating their wives, and I'm like, did I just, 
Um, did I, did he just beat me like I was his wife? Is this what happens? Is he? Is he? I have an abusive husband as a friend. Yeah. That's literally what I was thinking. Like you look it up. Like so, pull up Google and just look that up. That's all that comes up. I'm so sorry. It, this okay. started out, out. I thought I was gonna take it somewhere fun, but then it just. I realized how shitty it was. So. It's all so right. that's the podcast. Thanks for coming on, man. That's all I wanted I'm to here. do. <laughs> I'm here. Well, that's it, right, guys? <laughs> Is that all we're talking about? <laughs> no, so we don't do that anymore. No, we don't. We dance. I don't even know we why. I don't even know why that started. Um, Jen. No. Yes, it's definitely Jen. Yes, no, Jen. No, you did something. Nope. This is victim shaming. Nope, this is, this is Jen. Is. Maybe. Maybe. By the way, he's drinking gin again tonight, guys, so that means I might get choked out. By no, 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 no. I'm positive. All right, well, that's a good sign. You're going to get choked out tonight. Oh, I guess <laughs> that's a bad sign. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about all that. That's all right. It, it's just I'm you seem like a someone who can take it. <laughs> you know, I can. That's also why I didn't tap. That's also why I punched your kneecap 14 mm-hmm. times and you had no bruises, no nothing. You're some type of freak of nature <laughs> when you really think about it. Like, you would legit be that guy getting attacked by a mountain lion and filming the whole time. Like that viral video. That So that is funny you say that. Cause you I, would be that guy. I don't know if I would. And you would think you could beat him. I actually jokingly said, I actually jokingly said when I saw that video, I was like, whose first thought? Like, that's how you know, like, the, the nature of, like, where we are as a society when there's a fucking, literally, like, most of the time, if you see a mountain lion, At one it's point, because that, that motherfucker was... wants you to wants you to see it, mm-hmm. and it wants to fuck you up. At one point, that mountain lion was as close as that guy as he is to us right now, <sighs> you and I. And so, I respect nature, man. I would not fucking. I don't. That just wouldn't run into my head to be like, let me, yeah. let me film this. Let me film the. I might. What but would be my head? Time, would... If you were dying, would you want to film your death and let everyone know how you died? Or do you just want your body to be found and like, what the fuck happened to this guy? No, dude. Maybe that's what he was thinking. But I bet in the future, that's how self-indulged we're going to be. That's how social media has warped our brains so much. Like our last dying gasp is just going to be like, hey, it's me. You I see guess everyone I shouldn't die. have kept smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I'm dying. And then they post that final post. I hope he gets a lot of likes. And then they just <laughs> die. Like that—that's where we're headed. Hundred percent. That's where we're headed. We are headed that way. We're gonna start filming our own deaths and and posting it. There's a good possibility. I mean, we'll be there one day. I ain't gonna do it. Now, serious question: If you were out at the bar and you ran into the guy that was filming this mountain lion, would you fight that guy? Because he has some balls. No, dude. I I it's it's kind of a cool video. So I mean respect that you're sitting there filming it but at the same time it's like you buy that guy a beer you're like but dude you he, almost he wa- fucking no, I'm saying, died you don't like go up to start a fight he starts a fight with you for some reason would you be scared no he encountered a mountain lion have you ever done that I don't give a shit fuck that guy you're coming in here starting shit with me for what no because you've never encountered a mountain lion and you call the bullshit lie that he did. Well, now I'm calling him out. Yeah. So now maybe I deserve to get. You my said ass it was beat. a trained mountain lion. I did not say that. No, I'm saying that's what you're telling this guy at the bar. I exhibited the behaviors of that mountain lion and determined it is not trained. 
I don't think certain animals can't be trained, and I think mountain lions are probably fucking one of them. Mountain lions are probably definitely one of them. You cannot train them. But if you could train a lion, you could train a mountain lion. I mean, Carol, Carol, why has no one done Carol it? Carol Baskins, like, come why on. Why has no one done it? No one's trained a mountain lion ever. Have you ever looked that up? No. Well, you don't have? Well, I'm not going to. I'm not either, but someone <laughs> wants to look that up for us, go for it. We're trying to figure out if a mountain lion can be trained or not. That's not how this works. No one's no one's out there in real time looking shit up for us and calling us. No one's hears this Uh-oh. until it gets posted. <laughs> it used to be live. <laughs> What happened to the live shit? You used to have a camera over there. Oh, yeah, cool, we did. Dude. We used to go Instagram Yeah, it used to be live. cool. Now you, like, downgraded. No, it's because no one wants to sit there and watch the podcast. They want to listen to it on their own. While they're driving in their car and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that makes more sense. They want to listen to it for, like, oh, you're two saving seconds. that for the second half. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Okay. I just kind of... I went off script, dude. Because that's right. what happens. This is improv. Life's improv. I gotcha. Podcasts. Or improv. I understand. I understand. Sorry, I didn't mean to get upset. You didn't get too upset. It's okay. I forgive you. You're very supportive. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's nice to have someone in your corner. I feel like I surround myself with a lot of larger people, and I don't know what that is. Did you notice? You ever notice that? Me, Matt, Fletcher. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone's like just, or maybe Sam. I'm just, am I just small? Well, I mean, you are a little smaller, but. All your friends are a little bit bigger. Well, maybe maybe that's that, that front line of life, you know? Yeah, literally all your friends are a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Jason. You, even your friends from Florida are way bigger than you. Mm. At least the ones I've met. I met Jared. He's definitely bigger Jared, than Jared, yeah, he's definitely taller. I've only but met then like I got my, three my, boy, my boy David Abbott. Yeah, I don't know David Abbott. Maybe I do. I and maybe the only reasons we were friends was because I was taller than him. That's not true, David. So he was he doesn't to, listen to He this. was trying to find a bigger friend group, too. Yeah, he's half Filipino, dude. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't either, but that's why I just said, oh. Oh. <laughs> sports. Are we talking sports right Gambling. Now? Josh, you're a gambling addict. That's one thing I like about, like about you. What, you think I'm an addict? <laughs> I think you are addicted to gambling, yes. All right, well. But I also think you're not, like, too addicted to gambling. If we're going to this, then. I didn't know where else to go. We can save it. Is there a way to uh, block someone from listening to this, as in my girlfriend? (laughs) She knows. Ah, yeah, she definitely knows. She knows. For sure. She knows for Yeah, I mean. So gambling's gambling's always confused me. I don't know if it's because, like, if you grew. Do you think it's because if you grow up near an area. That has like casinos and shit. Does that think you? Does that make it seem like you're more apt to be like be into that so- sort of thing? Um, I'm gonna go with no. I started gambling on sports before I ever went to a casino. Really, but it doesn't. They're completely put, like, different. I so I do one thing at a casino. I play blackjack. Yes, so I agree that it's completely different. But what I'm trying to, what it seems like to me, and I could be completely wrong, is that it kind of puts that like vibe in the air. Like of just of just gambling in general, I get that it's very different. I'm gonna go with actually. I think it's a lot of family based. Really, because so like where I grew up, I grew up, you know, obviously in Florida in the South, and there were there's just like gambling like wasn't a thing. But also, well, if you're the, going, where here's I, the thing: when you start gambling, you like gambling on your own teams. You're not gonna gamble on any of the Florida teams. They all suck. Well, yeah, so they all suck, so and that's, also that's, they're, like, you far don't away. start, yeah. Like, so I was in, you know, outside of Panama City, kind of, 
which is like there's not really times there. Yeah, we'll talk about them. Yeah. We should talk about those, Ooh. can we? Uh, we get to uh, yeah. We, you we don't can have, get into. I it. mean, you can go as far as you want. I actually would because I went to Panama. They're just they're just like two things I'll leave out. But <laughs> I went to Panama <laughs> City one time, like officially was like, all right, I this is I don't. It's it's a fucked up place, and it, it would actually be a really good conversation because I I get to see your side of it. Who's this? piece of shit that comes from the north down and fucks everybody's shit up and then they leave and then they just talk shit about that place they're like florida's crazy oh i never talk shit about that place you know all i said is i'm never going back and i but then i went back people in florida are nuts we're gonna we're gonna gonna go back to sports gambling here in one second i'm just gonna say one thing about panama city right now the only thing is i was on the beach drinking one day and a bunch of german guys come up Mm -hmm. i mean full out german just like Ich mag dein Bier, like, I mean, ich mag dein Bier, but still know some English too or whatever. And I'm drinking with them, and I somehow always just made random friends, no matter where I went. That's how I've always been, and I'm surprised I'm not dead because it explains the I, police thing. Yeah, I'm also surprised you're not oh, dead. I made I made friends with police officers in Panama. Actually, the one cop gave me his card and told me to call him because he's the head of the so. Panama City Beach, I don't know if you know this. This is a motherfucking good old boy. How are we friends? It doesn't make sense, dude. Because I'm just good at talking. That's all. That's you, you good old boy me? I can't be good old boy. So, anyways, I'm drinking I'm going to fuck. This I'm, is I'm why drink, you get I'm choked out. I just German figured guys, it out. Drinking with these German guys, and they look at me, and they look at me like, man, like, all you Americans think that we drink more than you guys. Germany's known for drinking. Right. And they look October at me, and they go, Fest. you drink more than any of my friends I've ever seen. Straight from Germany. Well, yeah, just me. Like, not talking about everyone. I'm not German. You kind of look German, though. I might be. Anyways, we'll do the cop one real quick. (laughs) Standing by a stage. No, we'll just flow on it. We'll get back to sports gambling. We'll always be there. We'll get back to that. I really want. I need. I want to delve into this Panama City. Give me one of those. We are. uh, By a stage. I'm assuming there's a concert or something going on. I don't really remember fully, but I'm by a stage or something and. I somehow start talking to this cop there. It's this. He's like security cop. Oh uh, no no he was. Well, he's a, a cop, cop there, cop. but for security at that point. Yeah, for security. He's up for security, but Insert actually, tip. when they uh, when they have like spring break and stuff, they have cops from all over the place. Yeah, they because hire they have to bring cops. people in. Yeah. So this was an actual Panama City Beach police officer. Mm-hmm. It was just his territory, and so he basically was running the whole show kind of the chief or whatever you call it. And I'm chit-chatting with him or whatever. And he hands me his card and said, if you get any trouble or anything, just have him call me. It'll be okay. And I'm like, all right. I'm also 19 or 20 at this time. Have not 21, drinking beer while I'm talking to this cop. And they're actually, when it was, because they liked making money there. Mm-hmm. And you didn't get in trouble for it. They gave you, I think it was like a $200 ticket. Well, when if you're t- underage when t- drinking. So the thing about... When tourism is your industry, you can't be too, like, strict. You because can't. those strict no. places, like, no one wants to go party and visit a strict place. No. So you have you have little pockets everywhere. I mean, not, like, that's how, like, probably Las Vegas has never been. But there's, there's like, that there's little p- places that are trying to be inviting to people, and their economy runs on tourism. 100%. They have to be very to fucking lenient. Yeah. Because if every time you go there, you get fucking arrested, no one's going to go there. 
No, no. They, so you have they to allow people. They'll give them tickets because they need to make their money right. too. So especially to pay all and, the other cops. And, That's what it is. Ooh, you have to pay all ooh, those ooh, other ooh. cops. I'm gonna get keep going on this Panama City. So, anyways, uh, the one biggest thing there about is checking IDs and stuff. Like, and not at bars. Like, if you're walking down the beach, have a beer. Sometimes a random cop might come up. Yes, hey, on may a I see your ID? Yes, on dude, a I know. I grew up. There. May I see your ID? Anyways, whatever. Like this cop, I'm drinking with him. Cool. Gave me his ID or whatever. Later on, I'm walking back to my hotel. Guy stops me, asks me. I have a beer in my hand. Obviously, actually, I had a beer and a cooler, but the cooler wasn't even mine. I just took it off the beach. Mm-hmm. There was no one else on the beach. It was pretty late at night. Yeah, and. Ask for ID. Like I said, I'm 19 or 20, something like that. I don't know exactly. But I hand him my brother's ID. And you and, and your brother look exactly alike. We look pretty much alike. But my first thought is, I'm like, well, this don't work. I'm calling this guy that gave me his car. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, because I'm fucked at this point. And he just looks at me. He's like, all right, you're good to go, man. I'm like, okay, cool. See? See, see, see? I have a Destin, Florida, which is 40 minutes west of Panama City. It gets just as crowded, but a little less so, and it's a little more, for lack of a better word, higher end. Boom. So, like, more families would go there than, like, college yeah. people. And uh, actually, it was on Okaloosa Island. It gets, the more west you go, the more it kind of, like, downgrades. I'm from, from Fort Walton Beach. That's, like, no one really vacations there never heard of it so i'm gonna go with you're probably correct but destin's only like 10 minutes away cop catches me he goes hey i have an 18 pack let me see your id well it's because you're carrying around an 18 pack get a 24 at least yeah i guess you're right that's partly your fault and then he goes can i see your id i show him my id i'm 18 years old he makes me stand there and pour out every all 18 beers in just on this day. See, here's the thing that's shitty about that. Like, actually, he's being a good guy by not arresting you. Just but go, who the go f- drink them, dude. Take them. Take them. Put them in your back of your thing and say, I'm going to go dispose of these later. Actually, I mean, that's not technically ethical. It's but not ethical, but come on. Don't waste the beer. He made me. I had to stand there and pour out 18 fucking beers. I would have punched him in the face for that. Well, to, uh, at least he didn't take me to jail that's, that time. That's correct. So you want to hear how my... Panama started the first time I ever went. Yes. So it's kind of a last minute thing, and it's isn't that the 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 worst trips of the last minute thing? Yeah. So last minute, and anyways, I'm buying. It started off. I'm buying everyone booze and shit. I'm not 21, but I have my brother's ID. I'm buying everyone all the booze. And You're everything. the guy. I'm the guy. Then like three people were just like, "Well, I don't have the money for that." I'm like, "Well, you told me what to buy you." So I was also pissed off right away. Anyways, I go down there with five other girls. That's all I went with. It's five girls and me staying in one place. Like I said, it was last minute, so they had one chick bail. And were these like, ugly girls? Uh, no, they're all pretty attractive, but they are all batshit crazy. Literally every single one of them. I saw three girl fights in that hotel room. Really? Well, condo, whatever the hell Dude, it was. Dude, this sounds like some really fucking stupid, shitty reality show. Uh, realistically, if there was cameras on this whole group that whole entire weekend, it would have been. Were you on a reality show? I mean, it, it probably should have been. Not going <laughs> to lie. And here's how it starts. So we get down there. It's Josh Holmes and fucking five other crazy hot batshit ladies. I take it back. It was four girls and then me and one other dude. And actually, it's weird. How do you forget a whole other dude? Well, I forgot he stayed with us. I knew he was supposed to drive with us. And actually, I'm not gay, but 
<laughs> this guy now is. So just like maybe that's why he <laughs> went with all the girls. He's like the gay best friend, you know? All girls have those. So you, why did you have to say you're not gay? Because <laughs> I'm not the gay best friend that went. I just got invited because I— but you didn't say he's gay. You just said you weren't. <laughs> well, he's gay. <laughs> you never said that, did you? You're just I, like, I not going to lie, uh, I'm not gay. Like, well, okay, all these girls no have, asked. All these girls have their gay best friend. But Josh anyway, Holmes. So this dude, he's not fucking gay. He's with four hot ladies who are crazy and one gay dude. Uh, this dude, he's supposed to drive down with us. and That's normal. Don't worry about it. All right, all right. That's what that little wood piece is there. Uh, got, you couldn't hear it at home, but we heard a loud buzzing on our headphones because the uh, input cord. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyways, back to what you're saying. So we're driving down there. And this dude that was supposed to drive with us, he ended up not. He drive, drove with a couple other friends because he wanted to get down there a little bit earlier. Which or didn't maybe it. he wanted to ride in a car with not a bunch of crazy ladies, and he wanted some dudes. Well, he drove with all dudes, and now, like I said, now he's gay, so it kind of makes sense. But If you travel... Sorry, I'm, I keep interrupting you. It's anyways, a thing I do. So we're about, I don't know, an hour out of Panama City Beach. We get a phone call, and they're like, hey, where are you guys at? And we're just like, we're like an hour out. They're like... I'm, I'll use his name as Jake. I'm not going to use real names. And they're like, hey, Jake's Good about, on you. Jake, Jake's about to get arrested right now. We're like, what? He's been there for two hours only. How's he about to get arrested? And I guess he drank a shit ton of tequila, and he was walking out of this bar or whatever, or not even a bar. It's actually where you do all your check-ins for hotels. Mm-hmm. Walking out of there, and he's waving around a blunt, and he's like, who wants to smoke this? And now there's thousands of people around. Yeah, you can't do that. You know what else is around? Cops. When there's yes. thousands of people around. Yes. Anyways, cops go to arrest him, and he just starts swinging on him. Oh, no. So here's the best part about it. They beat the shit out of him. I mean, he was fucked up. He had a concussion. He was in the hospital, actually, for two, of the, for two of the five days we were there. He was in the hospital. Not a single charge or anything. And I think that's because they beat the fuck out of him. So they're like, yeah, we're not even going to press charges because we don't even want to. We're just going to let this guy go if he lets us go. It's like, we're square now. Someone, You swung on cops, but we beat the shit out of you, so like we're Like the good. police's lawyers go in, and they like talk to him, and then they, she comes out, and she goes, you know he's gay, right? <laughs> you can't just beat the shit out of a gay man. I don't even think it was that. I would think they were just like, Listen, well, guys, so, I told so this... you, you can only beat the shit out of black people. <laughs> You can't be beating the shit out of white people from Indiana. What are you, nuts? Are you nuts? Are like, you trying to get a fucking hailfire storm down upon us? Oh, God. No, it was it was, it was nuts. His though. hospital bill was free. <laughs> just like, uh, no, they did have to pay the hospital bill, I'm pretty sure, because his parents were not happy about that one, because he was already about to get kicked out of IU and shit. Yeah, they are probably like, what'd you do? He's like, oh, I waved a blunt around, which is like a flag, like, hey, come arrest me. Not just me. that, he... Then started throwing punches. Oh on the right, cops. right. Yeah, I forgot about that. But I think that the re- I think the reason thing. charges got dropped because it's just like, well, I was surprised. I'm like, wait, he like there's videos of him throwing punches on these cops. But I think the reason charges got dropped because, like you said, there's this little lawyer, cop lawyer that comes in and just like, hey, uh, yeah, you guys were on the right for taking him down at first, but you didn't have to beat him up like that. You had seven <laughs> cops on this one drunk ass motherfucker. Like you didn't have to do him like <laughs> no, that. No, no, not at all. <laughs> you went a little bit above and beyond in duty. Yep. And here's the weird part too. You had one cop from Georgia, one cop from Kansas, one cop from Florida, one cop from here. So all these yeah, departments. Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Because they're hiring from out. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, man. So you were just, yeah, it's like you would have to explain to, like, your boss or whatever. Like, so you just went down there to, like, get paid, like, time and a half. And you're supposed to just kind of keep the peace. And fucking you just all-star team shit-fucked this fucking dude. Like, Put him in the hospital for two days. Concussion. I'm going to brush that. They didn't shoot him. Dude, that's scary as shit because imagine, like, so these, like, police officers, they're probably getting, like, time and a half. They're probably getting some sort of weird holiday pay. That's why it's incentive to do it. And then you probably literally get this Pro Bowl team, so actually, Pro Bowl team so of, like, holiday. crazy cops. It's not holiday pay. So what it is is you have cops, and I remember I said I met that one cop, mm-hmm. and he told me that it's cops from all over the place. So he's, like, calling me because this is my. So he told me exactly what it is. At least is what he told me. I don't know for sure if it's real or not. It's cops. They take their vacation time, and they use that as their vacation time. Mm-hmm. And then so they're making shit tons of money. Gotcha. They're getting paid vacation, and then they're also making for a week like three grand or so. And you have all – so Why you have not? all these – like I was saying, it's like a Pro Bowl team of just crazy psycho police officers. That's frightening. Oh, these are ones that want to – they live for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to a college town? I'm going to go to somewhere that's going to guarantee me some confrontation. You know, my wife's really been acting up, and I can't hit her, but I'm going to head down to fucking Panama City and beat the shit out of motherfucker. Did you see that video? It's not hitting or anything, but uh, it's, I think, spring break or something on a beach somewhere. These cops are pouring out this alcohol, and this chick just comes in in this bikini and just swings underneath the alcohol and starts chugging it as it's being poured out. I did not see that. Fantastic video. It's great. There's a cop in the background. He's just dying laughing. Fantastic video. You don't want that. That girl isn't isn't going to be your girlfriend. Mm, I think I have a girlfriend like that already. <laughs> Me. <laughs> she ain't going to let that alcohol so. go to waste. She's not going to fucking dive underneath police officers. That's a brazen, bold lady. Yeah, you're Actually, right. maybe you're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. She did let me blow her today. I could be wrong. What? Yeah. I blew... I blew my girlfriend. Like she put a strap on dildo on and. No, no, leaf blower. Oh. Yeah. That was good. You like that? That was a good way to wake up. Please explain. Um, A lot of people probably saw it already. If you're following this, you probably follow me, maybe. If you know me. Oh, damn. I don't know. Swinging them nuts around. I don't know. You might follow me. I don't know who all listens to this. Jared says there's no one, but I think there's a lot of people still. Hey, follow Josh Holmes. Eh. All right. Dude, you're about to get a weird time recorded bump. Oh, shit. Getting a bump. Go ahead. So, we're watching the Bears game today. Bears fan, even though they lost today. Great game. Uh, get Mitch Trubisky back in the game. If you're listening to this, uh, Nagy, which you're not, but you should be. He might. He might. He might be. He's a weird motherfucker, so he might be listening to Weird Time Recorded. Because he sucks at his job, too. Uh, he is garbage. But anyways, she falls asleep during it. And I have this leaf blower out in the garage. And I bought this. It's for leaves, but literally when I bought it, I had a plan that I was going to wake her up with a leaf blower. And I'm like, this is a perfect opportunity. And there's a video on my Facebook, so go ahead and follow it if you were Instagram, not Facebook. You, you could find that out, but that's where we're going. With, I blew my girlfriend today. I didn't actually blow her. So you, you hit her with that that air gun? A massive air gun. How'd she take it? Uh, actually, she wasn't mad. She was very frightened at first. Like as you would be. Her, her face was thinking the world was ending. <laughs> Is there a tor- tornado in my living room? I kind of felt bad at it at first. And then she just looks at me and she goes, 
you're funny, and then went back to bed. I was like, that's better than I thought. <laughs> Did that take a little bit of the steam out of it? I, I mean, I thought I was going to no, be... No, because you're not trying to do it to piss her off. You're doing it to oh, get a reaction, fun. and she still got the reaction. Because obviously, if you're dead asleep and you get hit with a fucking leaf blower into the face, you're going to be like, whoa, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, she was definitely freaked out. If you watch the video, you know she's freaked the fuck out. Like, what the fuck just happened? But, I mean, that's besides the fact. She was cool about it afterwards. Cool with that. When I'll tell you about an experience I had with the police on a beach in Florida. This is this is Navarre, Florida. So this is even further west than Fort Walton, where I grew up. It's in between Pensacola and Destin. It's kind of, honestly, not very... It's People say, like, rednecks live there. They do. I'm not going to lie. I've never heard of a town on the west part of... Florida where people actually go to so that makes sense so no one really goes to this place this is like people live there and then they travel like either usually people that live in Navarre go to Destin or Fort Walton or they go to Pensacola I could be completely wrong that's just was my perspective but so we used to party there on the beach because if in high school when you party on the beach when the police come you can run and most likely get away just because you're on the fucking beach it's very difficult for, for them we did that actually in Whiting yeah. Where I grew up in Whiting, there was Wahala Beach. Obviously, nothing like your big beaches, but it was a smaller beach. There's enough room there where you could you can see them coming. Were they actually cops, though? Yes. CRs were just like park patrol. No, there was literal police. We'll get back to that after you're done. Remind me about park patrol. We'll do it. So, we're partying on the beach. Uh, my buddy's driving. He has a pickup truck. I pass out and throw up all over myself. I'm in the bed of a pickup truck, and they're just like, we're done partying now. I had passed out in the pickup truck. They just drive home. I'm in the pickup truck. They're just like leaving back there. In the bed or in the- Yeah, in the bed. And so they're just like, I'm in the bed, passed out. Are you still friends with them? Yes. Okay. Uh, I haven't talked to them in a long time, but if I saw them, I would hang out with them. I was friends with them afterwards. So they stop at a Tom Thumb convenience store, uh, like a 7-Eleven type place obviously the police are like it's pretty late at night there's a bunch of these teenagers they seem pretty drunk they were right so i i the i come to and i'm squirting water on a police officer's shoes and i'm telling him my name's jerome and then i black back out i wake up the next day i have a massive bruise on my chest my fucking chest hurts i have throw up on my shirt i go what happened last night and everyone just kind of starts chuckling a little bit. And they're like, you don't fucking remember what happened? And I'm like, how did we get here? They're like, let me tell you a story. <laughs> so, Tom Thumb parking lot, I'm asleep, vomit all over me. They're they're all being questioned. They're getting their names and their phone numbers, who they are. The police ask me who I am. Or no, he goes, no, the police tries to wake me up. He goes, wake up, wake up. I guess they they said it seemed like I was seeming like I thought someone was fucking with me. And I was like, fucking quit. Stop. You know, like if you're you're wasted, if someone's trying to wake you up. So the police officer started beating me in the chest with the flashlight, like like jamming it into my chest, like fucking wake up. That's not going to help. So eventually I wake up after telling this guy to fuck off. And then he goes, what's your name? They said, I said, my name's Jerome. They're like, okay, Jerome. And then I had water, and I started squirting it at them. 
And I kept going, the water's the water. The water's the water. As I'm squirting it all over like these police officers' pants and shoes. So they weren't, didn't like that either. And they go, all right, Jerome, what's your parents' phone number? And I went, oh, it's uh, 26, 38, 47, 86, and just started saying numbers and wouldn't stop. And then so I refused to give my identity, didn't have identification, got got beat with the chest, but it could have been worse. And then they finally, so David Abbott's dad, his name is Fred Abbott. He's from England. He was in the Air Force, and he really loved drinking. He loved the Beatles. Beautiful man. He's like my second dad. He, they, they get a hold of him, and he goes, I'm going to come get, get him. I'm going to come get him. And then the guy driving the truck, his parents got him. So they didn't, like, take anyone to jail. We were just a little too young. We were, like, 17. And so <laughs> David Abbott's dad, Fred Abbott, pulls up. He never drove at night. He pulls up. He's drunk, probably, maybe. And uh, he is blaring. He was a big music head, just love like, all the old, like, English bands. Like, we would pull up to David's house. That was, like, our home away from home. And he would, like, be blaring, like, Iron Butterfly and shit. And so we'd be, like, after a party, like, go in there, and he's blaring all this cool music. And so it was you're going fun. to another party, basically. Yeah, but it's just him. <laughs> and so he's blaring opera music just as loud as he can and he is cackling laughing at us and just at the state that i'm in specifically like everyone else kind of still had their shit and wits about them i had just been that guy and i tell him we drop someone off and then we're pulling off to his house and this is another time where from a blackout i kicked back in i go pull the car over and as he because he was just now like coming off from dropping someone off he wasn't going that fast like fast so he just stops and i just get out of the car door still open and start throwing up violently in the middle of the street and opera music's blaring from the car and he is fucking cackling with laughter because he this motherfucker has had experiences just from drinking because he's a bit of a drinker himself so he's just he thinks don't you it's love ho- those parents that are just like he just thinks it's hilarious and he's, like, turning up the music. So I'm in the middle of the street, like, and I remember coming to, vomiting just on the gravel and, like, looking to my right and seeing a car door open and hearing, like, that, oh, shit. Like, it was, it was so, and then I remember getting in the car and going, like, I will never touch alcohol again. And he starts laughing even harder. It, it was a Florida, amazing. It's a Florida thing. Maybe. Getting that fucked up. So I think it was Panama. The only other place in Florida I've been was Daytona. And yeah, the only weird part that happened there was my tattoo, but everything else was normal there. Do you but, want to talk about the tattoo? I mean, we'll just go shortly. That's just a tattoo. Got way too drunk, bonged a fifth of vodka, and got a tattoo that says Tupac is not dead. <laughs> not much else to it. I don't know what else I to say. I have a picture of it, a blurry photo. It's like a Bigfoot photo. It's because there was a, I was involved in a Snapchat where... I think someone was playing Wii or something. I think it was your girlfriend, and she quickly hit a video of you flashing the tattoo because you don't show the tattoo, which I respect. So, and so it depends I, how many beers I've had. I screenshot it when I was single. I used to show that thing a lot. Really, it, I like that it says Tupac it, is not dead. Not isn't. You didn't want to go. Is, is it? Is Tupac not. is not dead. It's it's the so, whitest way. <laughs> So, so, Tupac when I, is not so when I got the tattoo, I actually 
signed my name as Tupac on the waiver mm. and belligerently drunk. And actually, nobody wanted to do it. Everyone's like, I'm not fucking doing it. And one dude decided he'll do it. All I remember is turning around. I'm on like. Why that phrase? Where did that come from? Oh, I guess I could talk about that, too. Uh, explain to me how that ended up. So I wanted to get a tattoo the whole time I was there. I didn't know what I wanted. Because you're just going to be like, I'm going to do that drunk spring break Florida thing. Yeah, and I was just like, get you know, a tattoo, fuck it. Fuck I'm going to do it. And that was my plan. I'm like, I'm going to get a tattoo. It'll be fun. And then basically we got an Uber somewhere, a taxi, whatever it was at the time. And I'm in the car and we're talking about Tupac for some reason. I think a song was on or something. Mm-hmm. And the driver said that he was he's like he's dead i'm like no he's not and i got into an argument with this guy so did you legit think that or were you just trying to get in an argument i have a tattoo on my ass i have to think that jared (laughs) i have to no matter what i can't say i don't think that i have to believe it for a long time you can't be like you have to believe that to the day i die yes dupop will live on forever as long as i'm alive sir you know he'd be 143 now it's okay still alive you're looking at your last words as you film yourself on facebook dying like we said earlier you're just like and remember tupac's not dead but i am dead now post (laughs) post it and i am dead well yeah so it started with the taxi driver and i told him like drop me off at a tattoo parlor i'll show you he's not fucking dead and the guy's like what dad how how were you gonna show me is tupac in the back room there or something what's going on i was like i'm gonna fucking get a Tattoo on my ass that says he's not dead. So also, I'm really <laughs> Dude, intoxicated. That has to be the best way to try to win uh, an argument. Now that I believe it so much. Fucking take me to a fucking I place gar- where I permanently put it on my body. I guarantee, That's how much I, I believe I guarantee it. this guy now thinks that Tupac is alive You're after like, me. I don't know what this motherfucker saw, but he was he so convinced. You know, to this day, he's having a conversation with his buddy while he's drinking, and he goes, Dude. This guy was so fucking convinced that I was headed to a destination, and he goes, stop. You take me to the nearest place where I can permanently put this on my ass. I'm, you're literally putting your ass on the line. I legit put my ass on the line. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> being in an argument with someone? Being in an argument with someone, and and literally, like, no matter what you're arguing about, That's kind the of the beauty just, of it. The person just goes and gets a tattoo. Dude, that's it. kind of the beauty of it. You can't, you're like, well... Honestly, I would not put a tattoo on my body that says Tupac is dead. Yeah. So he wins. I, I definitely won that argument. <laughs> and you know what? I won it, and it cost me $110, and I never got a tattoo in my life. Everyone said I got ripped <laughs> off, for sure. <laughs> but you know what? I think it was well worth it. That is it's funny. a funny tattoo, and actually, I don't know if it's because... I have a sweaty ass and shit, but it looks <laughs> perfect still. It still looks perfect. It's definitely your sweaty ass. Yeah, it's like it's. I never lotion this thing ever. Actually, the next day I woke up with. You're like, I hope it fades away. So, so the next day I woke up with. I I'd have to say probably like because one of my buddies posted it out on uh, Twitter, and I mean it's clearly the most likes I've ever had on Twitter and anything. I probably had like 200 mentions on Twitter. I had like. Another 75 text messages from my brother, all my friends, everyone. Like, is that real? Is that real? Like, I mean, I woke up the next day. I'm like. You got attention for it. Well, here's the thing. I woke up the next day. I didn't know if it was real or not. Oh. I don't remember barely anything. I remember looking back on the tattoo table 
and looking at the guy like, why are you shaving my ass? And he goes, <laughs> I have to put the tattoo on. And I just fell back asleep. I was sleeping during this tattoo. I was not awake. And then <laughs> who asked? Who wakes up out of a blackout? Someone shaving your ass. And your question isn't to get up and pull your pants up. It's just like, hey, why are you shaving my ass? And then they're like, <laughs> I, I have to. And you're just like, okay, night, night time again. <laughs> I went back to bed. And the next thing I remember is throwing up all over the beach, walking down the beach. That's all I remember. I remember nothing else there. I just knew a man had shaved my ass. And then my ass hurt. So here's the best part. Next day I wake up and all those text messages, I'm like, I don't know if this is real. I had to go in the mirror and look. I had no idea. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is real. And for some reason, I thought my life was over. <laughs> I legit did. I'm like, I'm never getting laid again. I am never going to have a girlfriend. I'm never going to marry, never kids, nothing. Like, I literally, like, really? I thought my life was over. Like, it was bad. I mean, I was Googling how to get rid of tattoos. Like, and shit. you. You were like, you paid the price, and you yeah. you had done something that you might not be able to come back on. 100%. I didn't think I was going to. Anyways, then one of my crazy. one of my buddies said, he goes, well, I talked to the tattoo guy. He goes, he didn't put it, I guess you could go different levels of deepness into it. So, so he gave you a light shade, maybe it would fade away kind of thing. Yeah, and he also said, he goes, yeah, it won't last that long. It's still fucking pretty there, but it hasn't gone away. But... I remember the next day, I just go down to the hot tub, and I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, there's no one else in there. You're trying to boil it off. Here. Oh, dude, I'm like sitting like with my, my right-ass cheek up, because that's where it is, and just scratching at it the whole time, hoping it goes away. It never went away, ever. <laughs> this is a true story, too. It's like the only, like the person who gets the tattoo they want the least like has the most stain power. Like mm-hmm. that, that has to be some sort of weird, fucked-up metaphor for life and just how shit goes. This tattoo has gotten me so far in life, though. I don't know if you know that. All right, now I'm going to say far in life. Got me so many free things. It hasn't got me far in life, but... Listen, it's got me fucked in the ass at least three times. Definitely not fucked in the ass. You just walk up to a guy and you're like, you a Rita? So walking up to a guy, not quite like that, but going back to Panama City Beach, walking down the beach, I run out of beer one day, and we're actually at the Luke Bryan concert and shit. (laughs) And yeah, definitely you're probably thinking like, oh, fucked in the ass for sure. Luke Bryan concert. That's the funniest thing you've said. But anyways, we're all around... Ran out of beer or whatever. And, dude, hate to say it, people on spring break, they're really stingy about their alcohol. Yes. It's not like nowadays. Like, people come up to me, I'm like, yeah, have a beer, man. And sometimes, Go for it. sometimes a lot of those people, they procured their alcohol through semi-illegal means. Probably. Because they're underage. Yes. So they're not going to give that shit away to you. So, anyways, I got, I drank for free the rest of the day. I would just go up to people like, dude, can I get a beer? They all said no. Fuck you, man. Get the fuck out of here, white boy. I'm like, okay. Anyways, I'm like, we'll look at him like, what if I have a tattoo on my ass that says Tupac's not dead? They're like, if you have that, you can drink. Free pass, motherfucker. And I always pull it down. Next thing you know, I'm just drinking free beer. I'm like. So how how long? So you thought your life was over, and then, um, then was it the next day, the Luke Bryant concert? No, 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 no. Those are two different trips. Okay. So I it just took used a that while. to my advantage. So it took a minute to like it was probably be comfortable with it. Three or four months, and then one day I was okay. out. One day I was out at a bar. I want to say I was in IU or something, and talking with these people or whatever, and they weren't having it. There were a bunch of sorority girls and stuff. They weren't having it at all. And next thing you know, I'm just like, man, y'all are lame. I'm like, bet you guys don't have a tattoo on your ass. The Tupac's not dead. And they're like, look at me all weird and strange. I'm like, just... why would you say something so specific? And I'm like, well, I do. And they're like, no, you don't. And next thing you know, they were loving me. I'm just like, wait, maybe this is the key to life right now. This tattoo is my key to life. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. 
Girls loved it. They thought it was fucking hilarious. It was a, what do they call it, an icebreaker? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's an ultimate. But it wasn't it's quite a, the icebreaker. It, it wasn't ice quite breaker. the icebreaker. I always started off with some other shit, and they didn't like it. And then I went to that one, they didn't like it. Well, you literally almost had that in your back pocket. I you can did. just pull that out. Yeah. Right? And you're like, okay, well, what about this? What about this ass tattoo? And then yeah, next thing you know, I'm pulling my pants out in the middle of the bar, and everyone's just dying laughing. I'm actually surprised my tattoo is not like on Google somewhere. There's been many people taking pictures of that thing. All right, well, it's not that big. That's not fucking... I'm just saying... No, I'm going to take you down a peg, because you're starting to get a little too inflated with your fucking tattoo. You're just mad you don't have a tattoo like this. Maybe I am. I bet you won't go get one. I bet I won't. You have to get another tattoo on your other ass cheek. Let's be honest, that's not going to happen, but... It's going to happen. You lost a bet. Mm. See, I forget these things when I'm not drinking, but once I start drinking again... (laughs) My head goes above the clouds, and I can see clearly. You know how, like, planes take off? And you're like, man, it's kind of cloudy. Like, is this going to be, like, an okay plane ride? And then you, the plane slowly takes off. And then before you know it, you're like, it's fucking sunny up here? And you look down, you're like, oh, those are the gray clouds? That's how I am with alcohol. You're like, you know what I I mean? I remember everything I talked about the last... I'm down in the, in the murky muck of just soberness and doing whatever I'm doing. And then all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> now we on autopilot, baby. And I know what you, I know your next tattoo. Do and you want I, me to tell you I what d- the, your next tattoo uh, is? Well, what's it? Because, Tally mock something? No, it's not. You lost a flip of the coin. Flip of the coin via FaceTime. We have a game that we play. It's called Flip of the Coin. Shout out to Francisco, who's uh, chairman of Flip of the Coin. But what you're you the do, chairman. You're the flipper. You're the chairman. I'm the flipper. I'm not the chairman. No, we're he's all cha- a player. You're a chairman. No, we're all chairmen. All right, fine. Even though we don't sit in chairs, I'm the flipper. All to all time flipper. Unless I'm betting, then I can't flip because you can't flip on your own bet. But what you do is you flip the coin. Obviously, heads or tails. It's good. It's a good game. It's a fun game. Easy money. Fifty fifty chance. Fifty fifty chance. Best gambling there is. So. We FaceTime, which I don't do, hate it. Yeah, but you mentioned that that night. We FaceTimed. We flipped the coin. You said if you lost, you would get a tattoo because I had it, a note written for me. Something's going on with my mustache. There's like hair in my mouth. I must mouth. ask you a question. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. All right, fine. You lost the coin toss. Did you not? Or is what I'm saying I, I true, lost, Josh? I lost the coin toss. You're being toss. awful quiet. I lost the coin toss. You're correct. And what was it for? Some tattoos, something about tally mocks or something. Nope, it's tally what you got. Tally what you got. Tally what you got, which is something someone told me, Tyler Jacobs, when I had to, at work, go to storage and figure out how much stuff was in storage. Instead of saying, hey, make sure you count everything and write it down so we know what we have for inventory. Instead of saying that, he said, tally what you got. And I actually... Tip number it, one, never listen to him. Well, no, I mean, he was right. Kidding, Tyler, I love you. But it kind of stuck with me for some reason. I don't know. Like, tally what you got. It, it can have many uh, different uh, meanings behind it. Like, it could mean, like, tally what you got. Like, make sure you... Make sure you take tally of the good things in your life. Like, that's what it hit me with. That's what I thought. I was, like, driving. I was like, yeah, I got to tally what I got. And I was you like... You think a lot, don't you? I mean, I overthink. 
I can tell. It's called anxiety, Josh. Oh. Welcome. What do you think the gin's for? Oh, I thought that was get drunk. Well, because of the anxiety. I have mental health issues. Do you not? See, that's what I like oh, I about do. you. I don't think you have mental health yeah. issues. You kind of seem like them. you're... Do you? How far d- deep does this go? Is that why your head's so big? <laughs> no, you don't we, know all the mental health issues I'm having. We know why the head's so big, but we cabin. talked about that on the first time I was on the podcast, so we don't need to talk about that again. No, but I think, Tally, what you got, I really like that saying because it, it has a, it sounds good to me, but it also like makes you think of, hey, m- remember, like, like have gratitude, basically, is what it means to me. And that's a really important thing, I think, is to be grateful for, like, because it's, for me, very easy to just focus on the negative. I honestly feel like that's what I do all the time. That's why I, I like being friends with you. I'm sorry, I'm being very handsy. Very handsy. But that's, that's I, I, I talk with my hands sometimes. But that's why I like being friends with you, because you're kind of like that sort of person. Is, is the sound fucked up? Oh, no. I'm, or am I just I, too loud? I think I'm getting drunk right now. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, this and is the moment. I just noticed something. Uh-oh, this is the moment. Does your voice only come through one of these ears and the other one's my voice? Yes. Is that how that works? Yep. I'm like listening to you talk. I'm like, wait a second. I only hear it out of my left ear. Yeah, that's how it works. I thought something was fucked up, then I realize I'm talking. I'm like, what's so going on So the devil's here? on your left shoulder and the angel's on your right. So that means I'm the angel. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, you are. You're an angel. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I must be drunk. Fuck yeah. you, Josh. I'm going to choke the shit out <laughs> you. stupid angel-ass bitch. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, but any, anyway, like, that's that's why I feel like, because I probably normally wouldn't be, you wouldn't expect you and I to be friends. Uh, Definitely not. Actually, There's literally people that have been like. You actually hated me when I first met you. I didn't hate you. All right. You did not like me. Mm-mm. I, I, I don't think I didn't like you. I think I was waiting to see what the fuck. How this shit was gonna shake. I out. worked at Menards. You did not like me. You don't like anyone that works at Menards. You're. I do. Didn't. Didn't. Past tense. I don't think it was that. There was something when I'm, I first met you. I'm like, man, hates my guts. You, really? Oh man, I, I shook your hand. I came in. I will never forget what I got. I got a reef as a calzone, and I come in. I was hanging out at my buddy Tyler's house actually, who lived right by Tomato Bar. Do we talk about work? I don't know. Uh, lived right by where we worked. <laughs> I don't know how you do this, but I won't edit that out. But uh, lived right by where we worked. I come in, get a calzone or whatever, and Corey's there, and introduces me to you. And I shake your hand, and I'm like, "This motherfucker, he hates me." I was just like, "Hey, I'm Josh, man. I'm super." I was like all friendly about it. He just gave me like a little handshake, and I was like, "Okay." But now I get it. You got to get to know people before you. Give in. So, yes, That's maybe. a good thing, though. You don't just, like... No, see, so me, me, on the other hand, everyone's a good person to me. You do it the opposite, which isn't a bad thing. It's, a, it's not a You're bad... You're not going to let people into your life, which me coming to work underneath you is letting me into your life. You weren't going to do that without me proving myself. That's a also, good thing. Also, maybe. So, maybe. But also, what could have also been happening, if I say also again, I'm going to punch myself in the face. I won't. Uh, also, I don't think you will. There was a... I was going, at one point, was going through a very, very severely dark time. I think that's when it was, too. And if if you don't feel good, like, you can't present, like, a feeling good thing. You know what I mean? No, I gotcha. Like, if you're just going through, like, shit, dude, I don't know. It's it's very hard to project. I can't hide shit. 
Like, if I'm having a hard time, people are like, oh, that guy is, <laughs> that's something's going on there. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't really hide it. You know how you said, like, you put it deep down? I can't, I don't have a very deep down. It's very, obviously, you look at me and you're like, something's buried right there. He's you know hung over I mean? today. That, that is a shallow grave. Like, there's someone, they need, so it might have been that. I don't know if it, I'm not trying to make well, excuses. Not, e- not even just you, but our boss. Don't say that. Our boss. We have a boss. We technically do, right? We don't have bosses. All right, well, we'll go with the guy maybe above that's some, us. Maybe that's some shit for me. Why does it have to be above you? Why can't it be someone you're working with? All right, well, the guy we work with looks at us. He's do a, I have an inferiority he's one of them, complex? He's one of them that brought me over to this location, and then when me and you were hanging out, for the first couple times, he's like, I never thought you guys would like each other and be friends. He brought me over to this place expecting us to hate each other. Yeah. He's like, we'll figure it out. I guess they'll figure it out or they won't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, th- I think his point behind it, he didn't think we would hang out. He thought yeah, we yeah, would yeah. work well together. Right. But we wouldn't end up being friends where we hang out and yeah. drink till 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But we do that. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. And also... It's, Just so you guys it, know, this podcast is going until 5 a.m. today. Yeah, it stops. I have a hard out at 5 a.m., so enjoy yep. it. And the, the funny thing is we started it off by talking about, I don't know why I physically choke you. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I thought you hated me. Maybe and then you, you do be, hate me realistically. You end up being friends, and then this guy comes out of the bushes and just fucking monkey chokes you to the ground. <laughs> you're like, huh? Yeah, what a friend. What a friend he is. I almost had to go to the hospital yeah, the I'll next pick, day. I'll pick yep. you up and get pulled over by the police. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm, so, it's, it's starting to seem, honestly, now that I'm hearing it out loud, like a one-sided friendship. Uh, this guy chokes the shit out of me and makes me... Actually, maybe <laughs> we got to end this podcast right now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Awkward you guys didn't hear that again. That's what he says. The buzzing. Yeah. But what I was saying, like, maybe we got to end this podcast right now. This, like, maybe we're not friends. No, I think we're just getting into the meat and potatoes of it. This okay. is what's cool about a friendship. And it, this is what's cool about a friendship, I think. Uh, a lot of times, especially for me, it's been weird when you get become friends or you're still friends with people. And it's kind of only just because you guys, like, grew up together or whatever. Whereas if you, like, kind of move around a little bit, especially later in life, you end up making these friends, and maybe it's for a little bit, maybe it's for a long a bit, but you, and you have to make 100%. them like later in life, so you don't have that history to look back on. You can't be like, "Why is this person in my life?" You're like, "Well, I've known them forever." It's like you almost have to like choose to physically have these people. And in we your all life. have those friends. Where you know what I mean? Like, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean, I have people like that in my life where I'm just like, "Why do I even talk to this person anymore?" So it almost like it makes it. Uh, it very important that they're still in your life after all these years, but at the same t- side, are you just doing that for that reason? And the same, it's almost the to, to f- flip that coin, and because it not not one is wrong or right, and then it's like, well, now you have you might have someone that hasn't been in your life very long, but they are a very close friend, and it's that it's it's weird. Do you you know what I'm saying? Like that heads tails situation. Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. I mean. You you meet someone and sometimes you just become close friends out of nowhere. Other people you will be acquaintances for a while. And then you have your friends that you've been friends with from high school and then you grow apart a little bit. But they're still your boys in the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. Like if I saw someone. My mom wasn't really high school. You had to make it a little after high school. 
Yeah. But it also, also I didn't go. <laughs> After high school, I think I had like 440 friends. I was just going out of a breakup. So I uh, had parties at my house every day. So everyone loved me. Oh yeah, I like everyone was my best friend. Realistically, half of them probably and you had hated that fake ID. You had and that fake, fake ID. ID. Dude, so you su- had the fake ID. I supplied the alcohol, friends. everything. Like no, literally, like everyone was my friend. I thought I was like the king of the world, and then like I think I talked to two of them still, and actually most of them I hate. The weird thing is, you're not literally a fucking douchebag. Do I look like one? No, not necessarily. I look like a coach right now. But you do look like a coach, but it seems like to me, to me, my my judgment, and that's kind of what I, my judgment would be like if on paper, if I heard this and heard like you, I'd be like, fuck that guy. That's just who I am because that's, I was not that guy. Like if like you probably looked at me and I, I explained to you like what high school was for me, you would probably be like, Fuck that guy. He just so thinks I'll he's be better than honest, I think I, I think I was a douchebag at one point in my life. <laughs> I legit do. I was too, in a different like, way. Like there was a point. I in think my I life, was. You were probably a douchebag, and I was definitely an asshole. Like I think kind for of when, sure. when I was throwing all the parties and shit, I was kind of a douche and a little like, cocky. Well, a little just like full of himself. Cocky and hey, what happens to the person who throws the party? It's at their house. What happens? They get laid every single night. Is at, that what happens? At least for me, it did. Damn, I wish I had a house. <laughs> <laughs> this is my parents' basement, not a house, by the way. <laughs> Fair, but at that point, still work. When you're when you're that old, that might as well be a house. We had a, a five day long party one time. I think we were like nineteen or twenty, and literally it was five straight days of partying. Some people stayed all day long. My parents were there too, but they were just. Kind of just upstairs. The basement was kind of just mine. My yeah, da- you, I get it, dude. You're my that dad, guy. My dad would just, my dad would just come down in the middle of the night. Shut the fuck up! I'm just like, I, I pulled away from the mic there because I couldn't scream in there. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that. But I mean, he. Would you did it right. Sc- You're supposed to. If you want to yell, you. Pull he away. was screaming at the top. He would always just like twice a night come down, like telling us to shut the fuck up. Like, and we're just like, eh, okay, sure. That makes sense, dude. It's like, all right. If, no, yeah, if I, I was like, I dude having the parties, like, and the thing was. I wasn't allowed to have parties in high school. My parents were actually very against drinking. Uh, not against it, but they didn't want us doing it underage with their consent. Because it's illegal, Josh. Because it's illegal. Of course they don't want you doing that. A lot of things are illegal, Jared. Yeah, but that is if the that's something that's again, that's like that guy waving the blunt around. It's like, dude, go over in the corner, yep. smoke your blunt, oh, yeah. you'll be fine. This is a tourist place. Just fucking don't advertise it. That's like probably what your parents were probably saying. They're like, fucking if you guys want to fucking like drink and shit, but keep it fucking down and don't have uh, attention. Like you can't fucking, if you just like kind of put your head down and you're like, all right, we're going to do this shit, but let's do it. Like, come on, come on, guys. Let's all know that we're like, let's not advertise that we're fucking doing illegal shit. Because you can't put a billboard out for illegal shit. It's not going to work out. My parents just came from... Whiting, which is a little, actually a lot more lower class than Valpo, mm-hmm. money-wise, everything. So I think their biggest thing was, and when we were in Whiting, we got in some shit when we were younger. So I think they didn't want us going down the wrong path, but Whiting, there are a lot more wrong paths to go down. Than Do you have one now. brother? Two. Two brothers? Dude. Two of us are- I'm starting to- Two c- of us are okay. The other one's like a fucking, just cool, you're way better than us. Fuck I'm, st- I'm kind of starting to break it down in them. my head. Um, so like my dad, 
is he has he had two older brothers and he had an identical twin and a uh, older sister. So like, and all the all the those guys were like big dudes. Oh, hello. Shit fucked up. Shit fucked up. We'll take a break. All right. Break time. Wait, did it just? No, nah, it's all fucked up. We'll be right back. I'm cool with that. I gotta piss really bad. Me too. Me too. And we're back. A little technical difficulty, but we're back for the second half, baby. Actually, back the for the second half. Difficulty baby. I've ever had. We walked downstairs. There's pizza there. Oh yeah, there's some pee. pizza. We had to pee, pee pizza, pee pee pizza. Good shit. Pizza. So, we were talking about parties. Yeah, forget about all that. Let's go something new. Let's go something new. Because I was just getting into just a little bit of story time. We're good now. I like a story time. Would you like to hear the time that I went to prison in New Orleans? Let's hear it. I don't think I don't. I might have talked about this, but this was a this was a big thing that happened in my life. And I was actually 18 years old, hanging out with some people in an apartment complex, and a couple of them were like above 21. So the the guy who like had the apartment, shout out to Brett. Uh, he Brett, you're a good guy. Yeah, I would literally bring him quarters and be like, buy me a 22 ounce ice house, shit like that. Yeah, Ice it was house? bad. Yeah, it was crazy. It was That's bad. the first beer I ever drank. I thought I would never drink a beer again in my life. They're not. It's not so bad. And here I am drinking White Claw. <laughs> it's not so bad. So then, so at this point, everyone's like, "Yeah, man, I don't have a job. I'm 18 years old. I, I, I'm, I'm barely living at my home." They, they go, "We're going out. We're going to Mardi Gras." So New Orleans, from where I lived, was four hours away. Very easy drive. Very easy drive. And uh, they're like, you should come. I'm like, guys, I don't have a fucking job. I don't have any money. And they're like, come, dude. Fuck it. Who cares? You can stay with us. We have a, day, a room at the Days Inn. That's a bad, bad idea right away. <laughs> bad yes, idea. They're like, do you want some of this? It's going to be done soon. I, I actually feel bad giving that to you. Anyway, we'll talk about it. We'll be about it. Just be with us here in the moment. That's all that really matters. Lenny left. Give me one of them dips. You got any more? Yeah. I brought five cans for today. I'm doing my first dip. That's not a lie. I bought five cans for tonight. <laughs> I think it'll I, actually. You know, to I, don't, the story. I don't. Mind, I don't mind you taking dips from me. We'll go back to your story after one second, but you, no, you can you, you cut off about your dips. So I don't mind you taking dips from me. Here's the only issue. What? So what's the issue? I think it's this can. Oh no, it's not this can. I just did it when we were on break. Mm-hmm. But I always throw three in at a time. Right, I do one. You do one because it's difficult. So I can't, when you I do can three, imagine. I don't know how many are actually in here, but it's not always a perfect number for doing three right. at a time. So then you like end this up one downstairs. Like, I had yeah, to just do two. Mm. I I really didn't like it. So do. Uh, what's the deal with, real quick, I'll get back in the story, but what's the deal with, like, how do you drink and dip? That's that's what fucks me up about it, because I'm like, man, I want some nicotine, and then I put it in, I'm like, well, now I'm scared to drink. 
And I was so, like, but I'd really like so here's to the thing. more. You can't worry about throat cancer. I'm not worried about throat cancer, clearly. But that's but a, that's the biggest thing. You so drink? swallowing it. Yeah, throat cancer happening. I it's might have it. Because you're going to honestly You're putting nicotine a little bit down your throat. Well, shit, you just talked me out of it. God damn it. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's true. That's literally my... That's not a doctor saying that. That's me. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's just me. Dr. Josh? That's Dr. Josh right there. It's kind of like Dr. Phil with Dr. Josh. Yeah, dude, you just... I'm going to bring you in here more often. And you, you just tell me, me shit, and I'm going to be like, okay, it's not, all right. Well, he said did, it. Did you know drinking gin was bad as well? Jared, I don't know if you know this, but gin actually makes your penis smaller. I don't think so. <laughs> it has grown four inches since I started drinking gin. Shut up. My shaft might not be bigger, but my fucking right testicle is. But I think that's cancer as well. That's definitely cancer if it's a lot bigger. Shit. I've been meaning to go get it checked out by the doctor because it does feel weird. And I it's it's been honestly like... Wait, is this a true story? Right yes. Now? Well, I mean, I've heard some of it, but is it actually, like, twice the size? It's not twice the size. It's just, like, it's like it's trying to do, like, acrobats. Like, it's not sitting yeah, yeah, correctly. Yeah, going in your stomach and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's doing weird shit, and it's scaring me, but I'm scared to get it checked out because of the diagnosis. But also, the doctor I've been to, he's seen my asshole twice. And now I come in here like, hey, man, my balls. And he's just like, dude, can something normal happen to you? Can you just not have like your asshole or testicles? Can you come in here for stitches or something? Can you break your pinky? Like something simple, man. Can you just have the flu? Honestly, I wish you would just have COVID. But the fact I gotta stare into your asshole and then fucking fondle your balls. Do you need a friend? What's going on with you, man? He might need a friend. Or you might need a friend. No, it just seems like he's gonna be like, but. He's just going to be like, Who, who's up next? She's going to be like, uh, Jared Moxley, temperature is fine. Uh, weight, uh, pretty consistent. Balls his, uh, hurt. His, uh, uh, we did the, uh, what's that thing? Blood pressure. We did the blood pressure. That's fine. All right, so what's going on? What uh, Prep me. Uh, it's his balls. I said, God damn it. I stared in this motherfucker's asshole. The fucking the abyss stared right back. It was horrible. It looked like he had a Hiroshima asshole. And now I gotta fucking look at his ball. I'm honestly doing it for him. I'm not going to the doctor for him. No, you're going there for him. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what it seems like. I'm just like, what's going on, man? He's like, oh, yeah, not much. How you doing? Good. How you doing? How's your asshole? Better. Uh, My balls, though. You ever think about it? You gotta, like, if you went there for your balls... You're paying like seven hundred dollars to get your balls touched. Yeah, might as well go to a prostitute at that point. Yeah. Hey, uh, do you have a medical degree? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think you can. I wish you could. I would rather pay l- less and have like a. It just I feel like I'm putting a burden on this man. I'm putting a burden on him. Well, if you want to pay less. Trump 2020, baby. <laughs> How dare you? I can't. I can't even say that without. You know laughing. we vote for Kanye. Kanye all on day. this fucking podcast. That's what we do. If you're on this podcast, you vote for Kanye West. Everyone that's been on this. Po- I'm sorry. That's I can't misrepresent people who've been I here and helped right. me out. But right now, it's the two people on it right now. 
Kanye We're not talking politics. We don't do that here. It wasn't. Oh yeah, you and politics. me, you, you and me. Yeah. Anyway, let's. We're talking about your butthole. Well, let's move off from nut talk. You don't want to talk about your nuts anymore. No, that's usually I save that for Tuesdays. Nut okay. talk Tuesdays. If you guys haven't listened to the Nut Talk Tuesday podcast, tune in tomorrow at 10 p.m. Anyway, so these these motherfuckers are like, we're heading to Mardi Gras. You need come, dude. You need to come. They keep saying shit like that. Like, you need to come. I didn't need to come anywhere. I didn't need to go anywhere. Well, your doctor already made you come when you talked to your Exactly. I had come to all the live long day. I did not fucking need that. And they go, and me being like the guy who wants to like do some shit, I don't have a job. I have no money. So I when go, you say no money, what's no money? I had zero dollars. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. If you... I had to say, those are some good friends. You ever had zero dollars? Um, Is no. that a concept you can even wrap your brain around? I had, Josh, I had zero... What? I had no money. I used to take... My dad had a giant change jar in his closet. Oh, I've done that. And I used to steal out of his change jar... So I had been doing all this shit. My dad had bailed me out of jail once or twice because I was just a neglectful shit fuck person, even though I shouldn't have been because I was raised you right. You seem like a really good guy to me. Thank you. That's, but. Don't cry. I digress. I will cry by the end of this. So I go home, and this is, I'm still living at home, but I haven't been at home. I've been like couch surfing. I'm, like, in apartment complexes. It's not weird because I'm not, like, doing, like, hard drugs. I'm just, like, drinking Ice House and just partying at 18. That's a dad's dream right there, though. What are you talking about? Not my dad's. And then, so I... you're not doing hard drugs, you're good. So I grabbed my old bag. I had this big old yellow bag. It was almost like a sports bag, but it was, like, a bag you just had if you needed to go on trips and shit. Not quite a suitcase because you weren't old enough for that. And And I'm trying to leave before my dad gets home. And he catches me at the end of the driveway. He parks his truck, and he, he gets out, and he goes, where are you going? And I'm standing in the driveway with him with this big yellow bag on the side of my hip. Obviously, I'm heading out somewhere. That's why he asked. He goes, where are you going? And I go, uh, a bunch of my friends are going to Mardi Gras. They wanted me to come. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with them. And I start to turn away, and he grabs me, and he looks at me dead in my eyes like, in my fucking eyes. And he goes, if you go to Mardi Gras in New Orleans, you're going to go to jail. I mean, you obviously didn't go to jail, though, right? I look at him and I go, nah, I'm going to go. And so I head out. I head out. I get picked up. By the time we get there, we're wasted two hours in. You know, the classic just... Booze not, cruise. Yes. Not responsible bullshit. This is... You shouldn't be doing this. So we get there, we get there, we get, we pull into New Orleans. New Orleans, New Orleans is famous for not letting you go pee anywhere, but they're feeding you booze all day. And that's like, that. they're like shtick. My opinion again, but so we pull up and we pull up to this big office building. And I'm like, we got like, f- two of us got to piss. Like, we're about to piss our pants. We, you know, we've been stopping off the freeway to piss the whole way. And we go in there and the guy's like, you, you got a bathroom? And he's like, no. And I'm, I look at him, I'm like, I take a medication. If I don't use the restroom right now, I'm going to use the restroom on myself. I'm on medication. And when you tell people that, they're like, oh, okay. 
So he sent, I get to the bathroom. I'm laughing. I'm like, I got this place figured out. I was like, I already am on top. So you fast. You weren't actually on medication, right? I was not. Okay. No. No, thank you for clarifying. So fast forward to the last day. We've been doing crazy shit. I, it was just madness. I was sleeping in the corner of a day's in, a shitty day's in, like, but we're next to Bourbon Street. Been exploring the whole place. It, it's been nuts. But we're 18. So I'm 18, and we can't actually go into places. So we're drinking a lot on the street because you can get these little booths that give you these things called hand grenades. And they're these big souvenir drinks that are fucking highly alcoholic. And the bottom of it's all booze. And you got this big straw. And it looks like it looks like a bong. But it's an alcoholic beverage. And there's another uh, place called Big Ass Beer. Which is, you can only, if you're under the age of 21 and you're drinking in New Orleans. At that time, you just had to get street booths. Is the only way you could get booths because they would not ID you because they're dealing with a volume that's unmanageable. But if you tried to go into a bar, they would ID you. So a lot of your, like I said, it's you're doing it in the street, which is fine too because that's a party. Sorry, I've I never been. It sounds like a blast. Yeah. So, so we're doing all that and everything's fucking fun as shit. Drinking people, uh, the whole time someone has to pay my way. It was not a good way to be. But at eighteen, you don't really think about it. And then, and then the last night we're there. How many nights were there for? Four. My buddy goes, I gotta piss. Look out for me because we can't. the The problem is when you're drinking on the street, and this is where they fucking get you. Is there's nowhere to go piss. Because you're on a street full of bars, and you can drink on the street, but you can't drink in the establishment. So you got really nowhere to piss. So half the time we tried to get into a bar just to piss. We were already drinking. And they're like, got to see your ID? You're like, never mind. And we, so we had went to a couple places trying to get in to go piss, and we couldn't. And he goes, dude, I'm about to fucking piss my pants. He's like, I got to piss. Look out for me. So I'm his lookout, and he... I have my back to him. He's pissing in a corner. I see this guy run up. Like a six. Oh. Pause. All right. Sorry about that. Where did I leave off? Uh, you Headed to New Orleans. No, no, not even that. You didn't leave off that. You left off. You're already in New Orleans. Is it New Orleans or New Orleans? It depends on how you want to say it. I so, say New Orleans. So, yeah, when you're partying on the street, you you don't have anywhere to to relieve yourself in the fucking urinals or the uh, porta potties it's not going to happen and if you got to piss and you're drinking like that you think you might just be able to go piss somewhere but here's where they get you my buddy's like hey fucking watch my back tell me if motherfuckers come up on me and so i see this 66 motherfucker walk up in all black fucking he has like an, a murdered out like black uh, flat bill hat, and I see he has kind of a chain around his neck, but it's like a dog tag looking thing. And I, he look, he's basically doing a cop thing. So I, I go, pull it up, pull it up, dude. They're fucking, they're here. And he mo- pushes me out of the way, grabs my friend, and goes, sit the fuck down, and puts him on the curb and puts him in zip ties. And he goes, you're under arrest. And I'm like, fuck. And so he, he grabs him and takes him over to this curb, kind of the next street over from Bourbon Street, and there's a paddy wagon, there's a van there. And he goes, 
sit the fuck down, you're going to jail. And so I go to, like, another person there who's all also all, like, all black clothes. And I go, hey, man, where's he going to jail? And he goes, he looks at me like my dad did, dead my fucking eyes, and he goes, get the fuck out of here. And I'm pretty drunk and a little too fucking cocky and being a young piece of dumbass shit. And he goes, I go, no, man, where's he going to jail? We're supposed to leave tomorrow. Like, the next day we're heading out. So I'm like, where's he going to jail out? Like, what's going on here? And he goes, get the fuck out of here right now. And I went, you don't understand. And as I say, you don't understand, another police officer comes up and puts me in actual handcuffs. So everyone's sitting on the curb. There's like five of them. And my buddy David Abbott is one of them. And he, they put, they're all in zip ties. They put me in real handcuffs. And he, go, he goes, sit down. He puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, sit down. You're interrupting a criminal investigation. I'm like, what? And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to jail with my friend. This is going to be fine. This is going to be a fun story to tell. You thought that was going to be fun? Mm-hmm. Dude, I thought it was hilarious. I thought everything's going to be fine. Nothing's going to happen to me. And so we're in the paddy wagon, and everyone's, like, talking. They're, like, whispering. They're like, these motherfuckers didn't read us our rights. These motherfuckers didn't do this. These motherfuckers didn't do that. We're going to get out of this because of the way that they arrested us. It was unjust, and it's not the way you arrest people. And then I, I'm, like, you know, I'm pretty drunk, and I just go, yeah, man, they didn't read me my rights either. And everyone's like, shh, 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 Like, you can't say that. They're like, be quiet. Just look. They arrested us unjustly. We're going to get out of this. So that kind of turned my mind also to being like, this is fun. I'm going to go jail with my friend and have a story to also like, well, these guys are saying like they arrested us unjustly because they really did. They didn't read your rights. They didn't do anything. They just threw, they put fucking shackles on you and they threw you in a fucking van. So we're heading somewhere. I I got no idea where we're heading. It's it's still an experience at this point. It seems kind of like, ha ha. It started to get very serious, very serious, where you're like, you know, when you, especially if you've been drinking, so not only are you being less, you're obviously not consuming alcohol anymore, you're starting to sober up a little bit, you're starting to realize, like, you're in a fucking situation, and so we head to this, this tented area outside of the jail, because they're dealing with such a volume, because they're arresting people for anything. Yeah, if you do trying, anything, they're just trying to make money. If you are off of Bourbon Street, not doing what you're supposed to do to the T, they're gonna take you. They're gonna fucking take you because they just made a thousand dollars. So we're in we're in the uh, a holding tent, and it's just like you would have thought a festival was happening. Like it's just a bunch of people in zip ties, and we're all sitting on this like these. Wait, they kept you in there with the zip ties on and everything. Mm-hmm. You did not get unzip tied. I feel like that's against the law. Dude, everything they they were doing was against the law. It was nuts. You would have thought it was a music festival of fucking, like, slaves. It was nuts. And so we're all sitting there, and my buddy, I'm sorry, David, he goes, hey, I really have to pee, because he cut his piss off mid-piss. Oh, yeah. And we've been in, we traveled through a paddy wagon, and he goes, I really have to pee. And they're like, shut the fuck up. 
basically. They're like, shut the fuck up. And he goes, you don't understand. I really have to pee. I wouldn't be saying this if I didn't have to pee. I, you know, I respect your saying shut the fuck up, but I got to fucking pee, man. And they're like, shut up. Pisses himself. You got to do what you're Shackled. Point. Well, his body was just like, well, you got to do it. Yeah. You cut your shit off midstream. So they grab him up as he's pissing and like drag him out and like go clean him up or whatever. So like 20 minutes goes by and I'm like, guys, not trying to be funny. I have to pee. These are all drunk people. And they're just like, okay. <laughs> so they put me in a porta potty with my fucking shackles behind my fucking... <laughs> They didn't take my handcuffs off. So I had to figure, I had to like work my shit around. I'm trying to act it out for you now. Work my shit around to where I could like figure out how to piss with my hands behind my back. I was able to do it. I don't know if I could do that. And then, so they sat me back down and they go, they're starting to call everyone's name. And they do it in alphabetical order. So obviously my buddy was David Abbott. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I keep saying, we're not supposed to say names. I love the shit out of him. And I have a lot of stories with him involved. And I, I think he should get credit. They they call his name. And I yelled to like the lady because I could see her. She's like less than a yard away. And I'm sitting in my little rec, fucking rec center chair. And I'm like, that's the guy that said he needed to pee. And then he peed himself. And then she's like, oh, pissy. She's like, okay, well, pissy's already inside. And start saying shit like that. Like, it's a joke. I was like, you made this man piss himself, and he didn't want... So we end up meet... David and I end up meeting back up inside the jail. After they put you through this tent, they process everyone through the tent, then they take you into the holding cells. And that now you're in jail. Like, now you're in the New Orleans jail. And it's... But it's it's holding, so it's these big jails with... Uh, like a toilet over to like the back left. So everyone's just crouched down because they're overcrowded as shit. Like they're not, there's not supposed to be this many people in jail right now, but it's because they have this influx of fucking Mardi Gras and they're taking people to jail for if you just do anything that they deem to be whatever the fuck they don't like. It's Mardi Gras. You know how many dicks I saw? More dicks than I saw fucking boobs. I thought I was going to see... you saw more dicks than boobs? Yes. I thought I was going to go to Mardi Gras, 18 years old. Here's what I thought. Mardi Gras, 18 years old. I thought there's... What's the bead situation then? Dude, the bead situation? When I went... Are you sure you were at Mardi Gras? I'm sure you would have had a better time. You would not have ended up in this situation. But I went there. I I saw a lot of guys showing their dicks. I saw... I actually... I have an SD card. Of my whole experience there before jail, and it's I've many times have gone back to look at it, and it's hilarious. I had a digital camera, and I was just capturing everything, and it's really, really hilarious. The only boobs I saw, I have them documented, and it was this the biggest lady I've ever seen, with the most foot long titties I've ever seen. She had at least two feet to her. And what it was... Oh, I've seen her on Pornhub before. No, you ain't seen her. <laughs> she literally... One guy who looks like you is holding one of the tits up and another guy who's his friend. They just look like frat dudes. And they're just... It's these two guys holding this these two tits up. And they're so weirdly long. Like, that's the only tit pic I had. 
everything was just dudes showing their wieners. It was so upsetting. I can't explain to you how upsetting it is. So I after no longer s- want to go to Mardi Gras. Dude, you will probably have a better experience. And I'm not shitting on New Orleans. I actually love New Orleans. But it having that been like the experience and then the last day to have my friend who's pissing in a corner where no one could see and someone is actually covering him up go to jail and me go with him, it was a hard pe- pill to swallow. So what did you get arrested for? In interrupting a, uh, officially lewd conduct at Mardi Gras. Lewd conduct. So they made some shit up because... Yes, they make shit up. It's all lewd yeah. conduct. That's a bullshit thing. So we're in there. We're in there. We're in the holding cell. And there's a mixture of people who are just there because they're in Mardi Gras and they accidentally went pissed somewhere they shouldn't have. And then there's like hardcore motherfuckers in there. And they're like yelling and shit. Like you see someone who's like, I'm gonna go piss. Anyone wants to smoke a joint? Near the toilet, like just crazy shit, and you're like, "Why is this guy yelling like that?" And How you, you smuggle the shit in here already. Well, and then you quickly realize, like, this motherfucker, this is Friday night for him. He's like, "I fucking end up in the holding cells for a little bit," like that sort of shit. So that went on all night long, and then eventually they call your name and they go, "Do you want to make a phone call?" And I looked at the guy and I was like, "They're gonna let me out of here. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not going to make a phone call." Because the last thing my dad said to me was this. If you go to New Orleans and you go to Mardi Gras, you're going to go to jail. So I was like, I'm not going to fucking call him. Because where am I? I'm in so jail. So you just planning on sitting there? I thought they were going to let me out. Oh, Because I didn't, yeah. really you didn't do that, anything wrong. That. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I was asking where my looting. buddy was going to jail. Who what was, were you doing? Was lewd. lewd conduct. You were a lewd conduct, Jared. So 24 That's hours. clearly wrong. 24 hours later, David and I had been together the whole time. They moved us from holding cell to holding cell. Crowded as shit. Chaotic shit going on. Imagine all the people from the bar that needed to go to jail are now in a room together. That's not a fun room to be in. It's too much. All hung over to the next day. Yeah. Well, the thing is, a lot of those people are still on drugs. They're being, they're acting very irrational. So we're sitting there on a bench. We'd finally gone from hold, crowded holding cell to crowded holding cell. We're on a bench, and they call my name, and I went, I, I hit, I hit David because for some reason everything had been alphabetical before. He's obviously David Abbott, D A. Um, I'm, you know, J M. So I'm always going to be after him but for some reason they called me before and i hit him like on the shoulder and i was like dude we're getting out of here i was like we're getting out of here man like i was so hopeful and i walked down this long fucking what looked like a fucking high school basketball bench of just degenerates and i walk up and i see these dressing room looking things like like a if a rest stop had a dressing room and they hand me a fucking rolled up jumpsuit, a cup with soap, toothbrush, toothpaste, and a towel. And they're like, go dress out. And I was like, what? I thought I was leaving. I thought that was, they called my name for yeah. me to leave. I walk up and they're like, no, here's your uniform now. I was like, you're they're officially like, in And there. they went, go to, go to number two and go to, go put your shit on and take all this off. I was like, what? It was such a moment where, like, now I have, like, 
this I wear something different. It was psychologically semi psychologically breaking because now you're dressed differently. Hit it. So I go in there and I dress out and I notice that my toothpaste has like what looks like pubic hair all over it. It's like not sanitary. It looked fucking disgusting. I looked at it and I was like, I will not brush my teeth with this ever. There's there's no situation where I would brush my teeth with this. It looks like there's dingleberries on my toothpaste. And so they they take me to a pot and I have a bracelet on that has a sharpie number on it and that's my prison number and I quickly realize I'm in prison. I am in prison, dude. Wait, you were straight up in prison? Yes. The back of my fucking jumpsuit said O dot P dot P. Orleans Parish Prison. And I looked down at my wrist up. wristband. This isn't a music. It would look like a. It looked like a music festival wristband, but it had a written number. And if I found out, that's your prison number. How the hell did it take you from prison for uh, lewd conduct? That's what I'm trying to figure out, man. So wh- what ends up happening is I I head. I kind of want to go there and test it out, dude. I head to the pod. So I have no choice. I got to go there. Yeah. They're taking me there. Yes. So I, I enter the pod, and what I see is a row, an L row. I'm on the straight end of the L, and if I'm looking at behind you, which is straight in front of me, that's the back end of the L. Okay. So it's just L row, L row, two stories. So prison's different depending on where you go. In this place... You could hang out in the common area, which in front of me was two straight-lined, like, picnic tables, like what you would see in, like, a cafeteria. There was a chained-up TV on the wall, box TV, and everyone could just freely roam about, but when it's time to go to bed, you got to hit up these cells. To the right of the TV was a row of payphones, so you could call anyone whenever you wanted it was it's not it wasn't like in jail when you have to like go call, someone has to take you out take you to somewhere you could call yeah. anyone when you wanted to the very top right was a shower so when you hit the second levels of the cells of where you would go to sleep there was a shower so you could shower whenever so within five minutes of me getting in there all the people that look like me that are just like tourists shouldn't have been here young Someone's going to bail them out soon because they had made that phone call that I denied myself. Remember that? That's probably why you were in there because you denied it. That is why. Because so, they're like, well, this guy's not going to get picked up. So. Oh, within five minutes, it was like Brad, James, like all these guys like left. And I was like, what? Like those are the people I was talking to the whole time. And they're not in the prison with you anymore. No, they're no, gone. They're, they're, they're back at home. It's me and the motherfuckers. And I look up. So those guys leave. And I'm like, something's wrong here. I was like, I think I did something wrong. (laughs) And I look up to the top right, and at the top of the stairs is this big, it was a big black dude. And he was fucking drying his back off after a shower, butt naked. And he was just like, zestfully clean, and just open, just like, just dick slapping on the thighs. And I went, 
that's who I don't think I should be here. That was Bubba. I was like, I don't think I should be here. So I see that there's phones. I'm like, I got to fucking, I got to make the call. Because previously, oh, yeah, you were done I was for too proud. There. I was too proud. I was too proud at first. And so I, at that time, my house, you couldn't call house phones. You couldn't call cell phones from jail. You could only call landlines. And my house had got hit by a hurricane, so my dad was staying in a condo, and I didn't have the number for it. So I had to figure out who I knew. Like, what number do I know by heart? And the only number I could come up with was my my grandma, who is since deceased, R.I.P., rest in peace. But uh, R.I.P. I called her. And so when you call from jail, it goes, you have a call from New Orleans Parish Prison from the inmate, and you're going to be like, Jared. So by I've the time, a couple of those. So when you call collector shit like that, you can hear the person, even though the automated thing's going like, you have a call from. So once they said, because that person picked up, which was my Mimi, and you hear like, you have a call from, and my Mimi's like, what? Who is? Because she's not. Oh, you can hear it on the other side? Yeah, she's not expecting a call from New Orleans Parish Prison. <laughs> So by the time they go New Orleans Parish Prison, she's like, "Who is this?" And I had to be like, "Mimi, don't hang don't up. Don't hang please. up. Please don't hang up. Please don't hang up." And then it's like, "You have a call from," and it's like, "Jared Moxley, please don't like." And then it, you'd get the call, and she goes, "Jared," she's like, "What's happened?" She didn't even know I was in New Orleans. As far as she knew, I was right down the road. <laughs> and she goes, "What the?" She's like, "What's happening?" And I go, Mimi, listen to me. And listen to me carefully. Call dad immediately. Tell him he was right. And then I just hung up the phone. <laughs> you have to relay through your grandma. So my grandma calls my dad and is like, Jared's apparently in prison in New Orleans. And my not, dad's Not like, just jail. Prison. prison, prison. Not, now your dad's thinking like, holy yeah. shit, what the fuck just happened? And so I'm looking out of the pod window, and there's all the all this uh, writing and soap all over the walls. It's like how they would communicate mm-hmm. to other people in pods who are their friends. And I'm I'm like looking out there, and I look and I see David. He's in the other pod, and I'm just like, Dude, what the fuck, man? Like, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck. And then this guy walks up, and he was really cool because it was very scary, dude. It was fucking not somewhere I should be. And all these people, I had a yellow wristband you on. Could choke them out. No, not at this point. No, I no. And uh, I had a yellow wristband on. Yellow means misdemeanor, and uh, red means like felony, and like orange means oh, so like. Now you're labeled as like a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. And so orange means like <laughs> not fucking. Uh, uh, this my motherfucker lives here. What's and orange? So they're orange they're is good? like, dude. Mm, it's so there were levels of like to your wristband, and that's what your prison number was written on. Was on this like entry level, like whatever, like this wristband. That's kind of bullshit. That makes you like a it target, does. then. Kind of does. And so they serve dinner, which for some reason is always beef stroganoff. I don't know why. Every time I've ever been to jail, beef stroganoff. I'm I think it's because it gives people the worst shits, dude. I think I might want to go to jail now, dude. You ever? <laughs> dude, you ever? <laughs> You ever try to sleep on a top bunk in the same room as someone shitting out some jail beef stroganoff? That I have not done. It's so bad. The thing is, it smells the same way. 
oh, which so makes it that, creepier. That's, pretty, that's okay then. So it just goes straight through; doesn't hit mm. anything else. And so I'm looking. I'm looking over at David. I'm just like, "What the fuck?" And then people are writing shit with soap. And uh, this guy w- walks over to me, dude. He was so nice. If I could ever remember that motherfucker's name for the rest of my life, I owe him a debt of gratitude because he was very fucking it was nice. Me. No. How do you know? I saw him. He looked nothing like you. You're also way older than me. Maybe. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. But and he was, dude, he was super nice. He was honestly like semi a guardian angel. And I think maybe he just thought like, dude, this dude's might be in trouble. Maybe he just needs to like, I'm going to go talk to him. And he just, we just like talked and he goes, I remember he looked over at David because I was talking to him and he goes, is that your people's? And I was like, uh, so what color wristband does this guy have on? Uh, red. So that's a felony, correct? Yeah. And orange was that they're bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what orange was. I just knew orange was the worst. Okay. And I just wanted to know if this guy was like the same yeah, as you it's, or it, if no, he it, was. No, it was all in. it was all red orange at this point. All the yellows had pretty much gone. Oh God, you're one because of the they last. were smart. I didn't take the phone call. Well, Jared, because I thought they were gonna let me go. Turns out they'll just bury you in prison. Once you're in there, you're in there. You got to take the phone call. I was naive, Josh. I was 18 years old. Anyway. Got it. So he's like, is that your people's? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my friend. That's who I got kind of busted with. And I told him the whole story. And I had also told him, like, you know, I come from a place where there's a lot of tourists. Like, I get a bunch of people. And we just kind of, like, bonded over that. Like, people that come to, like, the town you live in and just kind of run amok. But then you end up holding the bag kind of shit. And it was kind of, and then this tall dude walks up, right as, and we're like, we're having a good conversation. This tall dude walks up and he goes, man, when I get out of here, I'm going to smoke me a fat rock. And then the, the dude stops talking to me and looks over at him and he goes, man, you ain't never getting out of here. <laughs> so and he, in that moment, orange bracelet then. <laughs> in that moment, I went, Oh my God! I was like, this, like in that moment, m- moment in that mo- in that time, no, that time, I knew I was in over my head, because at first I was like, maybe, maybe, because you're naive to I, the fact. I'm in here with these people that are here for life. Some of them, you're like, like maybe, uh, okay, okay, criminals, whatever. I, I did maybe what I did was wrong, whatever. And then he goes, "You ain't never getting out of here," and I was like, "Holy shit." I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here immediately. I'm not going to last here. At least you know you can't last in prison. Some people think they can, so they're just like, I don't give a fuck. I'll go do this and that and no. that. No, you won't. First off, no, you won't, because you'll be walking into a situation that you fully don't understand, and someone who does understand it is going to completely take advantage of you right away. Like butt advantage? Any advantage because, well, you think you know this system, but there's a system at work there that you don't even really think about that you you are ignorant to because you haven't been in it. So these motherfuckers know. So honestly, right after that, called my Mimi again. I'm calling Mimi. I'm blowing Mimi up. I'm just like, did you talk to dad? Where's dad at? Get him here now. I talked to him. Then I ended up talking to my dad. He's like... (laughs) Don't need to sing it, but ultimately, so. <laughs> yeah. And so, it's not good. 
It's not good. Time goes by. There's a John Claude Van Damme film on the box TV, ironically about him breaking out of a weird jail. It's a movie. Look it up. And I'm like, I'm almost to the point where I've accepted that something very, 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 very bad is going to happen to me. And it's like this acceptance doom that I have. And I'm like, fuck. I mean, what what am I going to be able to do? I was like, you can try to fight. I mean, I guess that's it. And then uh, certain things are starting to get fast tracked. I might your dad be, obviously showed up. Yes, right? I might be able to get out of here. And so, some guy busts in, and in it seems like in jail, anytime someone busts in, and you like have like your tentacles to the outside, you're like, maybe this is about me. So you get very excited every time someone comes in. And so someone finally came in, and they're like, Jared Moxley. And once they call your name, it's just like. It's kind of like sitting at a doctor's office. Dude, it's a billion times better. Because okay. I hate sitting at a doctor's office. Dude, if it's you're like, sitting Oh, that in... nurse comes out. I was like, oh, they're calling my name. Hell yeah. And next thing you know, I'm like, Bob, quiet. It's Come like in. that, but if afterwards you didn't get raped, but you thought you were. It's like that. Okay. So, like, eventually they call my name, and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, it's happening. I'm going to fucking, this nightmare might soon be over. I haven't eaten. I haven't shit. I haven't slept. I haven't done anything but fucking try not to get, like, you're in fucking high alert at all times, as you should be. So you've been in high alert for fucking three days, and you've been trying to just not be fucking submitted. I don't know. And so it ends up happening. Also, come from you from knowing you, when you say you haven't eaten, haven't shitted, like, you don't even eat bar food. You don't shit in public places. It's like, this is true. Yeah. So you've been sitting there. I know you. You would never do that in well, a jail. Been, you've been sitting there not doing that shit, and then they call your name, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yes. Yes, this might soon be over. And they're like, okay, they leave. And you're like, man, I got probably like an hour or two in here, and I'm fucking, this will be a fucking memory. Funny story. And so this guy shows up. He just comes out of nowhere. Never seen him. I've been sticking to my own, staying by the phones, calling my Mimi, as you should. And this guy shows up. Biggest fucking Mexican I've ever seen. Has salt and pepper slicked back hair and the biggest salt and pepper mustache you've ever seen. And he's fucking ripped. Like the fucking jumpsuit that's baggy on you and you got a fucking medium He's got a large, and it fits him correctly. He's been sculpting his body to the fucking jumpsuit. He's been there for a while. Yeah. He looks at me, and he goes, hey, man, you're about to leave? And I was like, yeah. He's like, before you leave, give me your towel. And I was like, yeah, dude, I don't need this towel. I had this towel wrapped around me because you get the accoutrements, and the towel was one of them. And I had it wrapped around me because my jumpsuit fit so loose. I was like a fucking my nipple. I didn't want my nipples showing and shit. I was like a, it was I was like a slut on Halloween in there. My fucking shit didn't fit right because I'm I don't I'm not the size of an adult. I see what you did there. Day after Halloween, you said. Mm-hmm. And so I go, no problem, dude. I don't fucking want this towel. I'm just using it out of necessity. I'm not trying to get titty fucked in here. And I so, forty five minutes goes by. And they're just, I'm, I'm, I don't go into the, this whole common area, like 
gel cell shit. I don't even venture into it. I'm been by the door the whole time. Literally, I'm like, like a dog that needs to go out. Hey, like, I'm just saying, if you went out there, you could learn what flip of the coin was very early. Maybe. But you didn't. It's your own fault. That's why you always lose. It's possible, but I'd rather have my asshole intact. Anyway, so true, true they, point. they come in and they're just like, Jared Moxley. So now it's like, oh shit, that's me. Don't even think about the guy with the salt and pepper mustache that wants the towel. And I'm just like, fuck, fuck it. Let's go. More than towel. I'm like, let's go. And so we leave, and they're like, give me give me your shit. So I give them my towel. I give them all my stuff. And they're just like, let's Not go. towel. You had no towel. No, I had a towel around my uh, neck, the I one thought... I was supposed to give to him. Oh, you didn't give it to I him? didn't give it to him. Oh, so I, I had it around my neck still. Him. And uh, we left. And they're like, give us all your shit, because they obviously reuse it. And uh, we go down the hallway, and I'll, and my, th- my thought process was like, oh, shit, I didn't give that dude my towel. And then immediately I was like, I'll never see that guy again. Fuck that guy. I'm not ever going to be in prison in New Orleans again. And then we take about three steps. And a guy looks at a clipboard and he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. He goes, we're not really all done here with everything. There's some other shit that needs to get filled out. We'll have to put them back. And we start turning around, heading back to the pod. And they had already taken my shit. Like someone else is gone with my shit. And I was like, you're putting me back in the pod? I was like, uh. So you have your normal clothes on now? No, I'm still dressed out, but I don't have the, the shit that I told the, the guy I would the get guy it to wanted. him. Yeah. yeah. He, I was like, I don't want, you took my towel. I was like, I thought I'd never see him again. Where are we heading back? And I'm immediately heading right back to a situation I never thought I'd be in again. I was, because they took my towel. I'm like, fuck that guy. I'll never see him again. And then three steps later, it's like, no, we're heading back. You're going to see him again. And I was like, huh? Ah, this is it. I was like, this is where I get ass raped. I'm going to get skull fucked because this guy's going to be like, remember when I said I needed my towel? Do I look like someone that fucking asked for something and you don't give it to him and I see you again and everything's going to be okay? He was ready to kill you. Fuck no. No, he killing but, me would have been a you. blessing. Butt rape you. He would have skull fucked me. Skull fucked. He would have been like, come here. Listen, you stupid motherfucker. You think I needed a towel? Fuck you, bitch. And he would have just... I already have everyone's towels in here. I have 27 towels. Let me ask you something. Do I look like someone who asks for shit, doesn't get it, meets the motherfucker who doesn't give it to me, and then just fucking lets that slide? We're in prison, brother. This is New Orleans. You're getting face fucked now. I'm going to face fuck you. So did you get face fucked? So here's what happened. Oh. So you we're headed back. No, you dude, do not so say we're no. headed back to just the saying. we're headed back to the pod, and that's what's heading through my head. I'm just like, dude, I'm gonna get fucking ass raped. I'm gonna get skull fucked. At least two of my holes are going to be horribly penetrated if I walk out of here with teeth. Is that'll be a blessing? Not let alone the trauma that I'm going to go through. So we're heading back, and we're we're two doors away from the pod, and there's this old school where people used to do visitation. And they have a bunch of drunk Mardi Gras people holding there because they're running out of room. And they just go, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Just put them in there. And they throw me in there with these, like, you know, obviously other drunk tourists. So it was just like, it literally felt like an angel or something higher than me came down and and stopped it. 
and they threw me in with a bunch of people that I actually ended up starting with, kind of, you know, drunk tourist people. Normal people. Yeah. Well, they're not, all normal. Well, but... not fucking criminals that want to butt fuck you for a towel, allegedly. And I sat in there, and this wave, all the all the horribleness that had happened, my own doing, had just sort of washed away. And I was like, I'm going to make it out of this. Because there was a moment, a couple moments, I did not think I was. And I was like, this is, I'm going to be okay. I'm actually proud of you. Story's not over. Oh. Sorry. So, my dad picks me up. Wait, I thought you were still in there. So, I get out. I wait in the holding cell with all uh, the other... It was a joke, like, you're still in there right now. Oh, when yeah, we're talking. maybe. maybe that was a bad joke, I guess. Was that a bad joke? No, it just went over my head. That doesn't mean it was bad. It just means I'm dumb. Yeah, or a bad joke. I'm not a comedian. So, I get out of there. And my dad picked me up. Little did I know, he Hold was... On. One second. What? Did you hear the knocks? I don't care about knocks. I'm in beer. the middle of a fucking story. Jeff. One brief second. Oh, I had, because you have a drink coming. I had beer dropped off at the door. Okay? Oh, hell yeah! Can you give me another another dip? Yeah, here's the dip. You do that. I had beer dropped off at the. Can I, I can continue the story? You can continue the story because because it's heard, almost over. I've heard some of it. I haven't heard. It's the almost ending. over. So uh, my dad. It'll be too fast. Josh, god damn it! You fucked everything up. No, I didn't. Yes, We're you back. did. We're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. No, this isn't working. Wait, that got fucked up too? I don't know what got fucked up. Okay, let me finish this up. Let me fucking goddamn end this story. So my dad picks me up with his brother. His brother is his identical twin. Who looks nothing like you. They look the exact same. So he, you, ever, you ever not slept for three days, not ate, not shit, not nothing, and had two people that look identical no. telling you what a piece of shit you are? So one of them's like, man, you're a fucking piece of shit. The other one's like, you're a piece of shit, rightfully so. So I have these two Do people. Do they that... talk the same, too? Yeah, they have very similar voices. So like when one says you're a piece of shit, then the other one says you're a piece of shit. Yes. It's like that one person said it twice almost. And they also play tennis. They were really good at tennis. So it seemed like I was the ball, and they were just like, you piece of shit. And they were like, yeah, you piece of shit. Wait, your dad and your brother played Tennis? My dad and his twin brother played tennis, and at they were six, good at four? it. I, I've seen your dad. He's a big guy. They were really good at it. I see him yeah. more. You said he was a boxer. I see him more as that, not a tennis player. These motherfuckers were fucking just telling me what a piece of shit, I, as they should. I'm 18 years old. They're like, you're going to go. He's like, you're going to go to jail. You were kind of. Yes, yes. And so we're heading down the highway. My dad stops for gas. There's a subway attached to the gas station. I hadn't eaten in three days. My dad, being the loving man he is, even though he's been calling me a piece of shit, rightfully so, That's he goes, for you. He goes, you want some food? I wanted with every fiber of my being to say no, but I couldn't. I had to say yes because I was hungry as you shit. You wanted to say no? Yes. After you haven't eaten in three days? Yeah, I didn't want to fucking the, give the, someone an order after being called a piece blood, of shit. Dude, the dad blood just fucking. So he goes, he goes, come on. he goes, you want some food? I go, yeah. He goes, what do you want? Subway. So I went, I just looked down at, at my feet in the back seat and I went, Italian BMT. 
don't and know that's why that's the funny, end of the story. And that's the end of the story. Wait, did he get grounded or anything? There has to be more of a story. Grounded, anything? When oh, you got I home? eventually got kicked out of my home. I thought you and your dad were in a good relationship. We are. But he, because he had to go, dude, get the fuck out if you're going to act like this. But that right wasn't place. right after the story at 18 no, no, years no. old, right? No, I still lived at home. Yeah, that was when you were 38, right? Yeah. He tried to help, but there was no helping at a certain point. But that was it. Like, But you're successful now. You do good. So. Oh, no, we're good now. It took it took that it took that dark, weird shit to, like, realize and be okay as a person. So me and my dad are really close, which is weird because I also don't like him. Both of our dads wear cowboy hats. Oh, God. I walked up to my dad the other day and literally looked at him and go, hey, it's not Halloween yet. Why the <laughs> fuck are you wearing a ho- uh, cowboy hat? And it was the best part of the other bartender. Did not know that was my dad. <laughs> oh, she didn't know. She looked at me and just like, what the hell? And like, I make some good tips sometimes. Right, right. And so she's thinking in her head, just like. Just some weird that, shit he has. Is with that this how guy? he makes tips with people? Because she's probably never seen him either. It's not a regular. So it's just like, she's thinking in her head, like, and is that da- how he makes you would, tips? You would he talks shit to people right away? You would think your dad looked a little bit more like you. He not that he doesn't. Nothing like But him. not that he doesn't. But he's it also should, like. I think it's because your brother looks so much like you, where it's like you would think that everyone in your family looked alike. You know what I'm saying? We look like her mom. Mm -hmm. But dude, the the fact that my uh, uncle, who looks exactly like my dad, was just like saying the same shit as him, it was such a weird. There was a moment. There was a moment. I'm not gonna lie. I might have said, "I'm out of prison now." No, we're good. You're good. We'll stay off the table. No, stay on the table. You can keep talking. This uh, is irrelevant. I would actually, not going to lie, I would 100% just say, can you stop the car? Can you stop the car? I'm going to get out and I'm going to walk. Uh, I'm no, out, of, no, I'm no, out no, of prison no. now. No. the dude, getting, You could have you found, well, actually, you had no dude, money. Getting out I of forgot j- about the no money part. So. Getting out of jail at 18 years old. In a, a situation that you were told you were going to be in, kind of knew yourself would end up happening. Almost a self-affirmation situation. To to be sixty miles an hour heading the opposite direction was the most freeing feeling that I've ever had. But it was like so awesome, but also at the same time having two people. Like and I remember my dad went in after, you. Just after re- that. After oh. that, what do you want from Subway? He literally brought his twin brother to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. To fuck with you. That's what yep. he did. He but didn't to, have to, to be there. To that man's credit, he didn't have to bail me out the many times he did, but he did. And he always told me the next time he wouldn't, and he always did. And he threatened to beat my ass. Never did. And he threatened to say a lot of shit. Or, like, do a lot of shit that was very violent that he did not. But he was justified in hey, saying Hey, Mr. Moxley, so. if you're out there, we love you. Yeah, sorry about all that. <laughs> to this day, I mean, to this day, we're even cooler. Like, it was, there oh, was no, just. You're, you're super close with your dad there was now. a There was a rocky road, man, because I was a, I don't know what it was. I don't know why it was this weird destructiveness in me that I, I went, like, there are some times where I'm like, I don't know if I should have made it. I so I'm gonna I'm gonna say one thing right now. So, like you said, Rocky Road. I actually never had a Rocky Road with my dad, except for one time when my brother had a Rocky Road, 
And when I say rocky road, I mean, my brother lived in the same household. They didn't talk for four months. Why? Eh, long story. Won't go into that one. That one was more of. You brought my, it up, but you're not going right, to go into it. You don't have to. No, actually. Don't not, go into it. No, I, could, I could go into it with leaving shit out. <laughs> right. We're good. So my dad is talking shit to my brother. My 50-year-old dad talking shit to a, I don't know, he was 19 or something at the time. I don't know what he was. And at Maybe ni- a little at, older. At 19, you think you fucking know everything? Well, the thing is, they got into it. They always got into it. They're both hotheads. They're very big hotheads. They get into it all the fucking time. Anyway, so my dad one time jabs at my brother for something I did not like. Start push, pushing his buttons. Well, he pushed his buttons, but he actually pushed my buttons even more. Mm-hmm. So I just went up to my dad and started wailing on him. What? Oh, yeah. Started, like punched him? Oh, probably like six, seven times. You were fighting your father? I didn't fight him. He didn't fight back. So you were just fucking attacking mm-hmm. your own dad? In his gut and everything, not in his face or anything. But 100%. Yeah, I was. And honestly, it was because he attacked a point of my brother's. So basically, my brother growing up had a speech impediment. Impediment? And, is that what it is? A speech impediment. Speech impediment. Sounds like you have one too. I might do. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Who knows? But I mean, it was bad. Like he couldn't speak till he was like six years old. So it was like something he was self conscious. And about. yeah, and my dad attacked that when they were in an argument, and that. And just, then he went fucking just. Full oh, that fight? that it lit me up. I was just like, you don't fucking do that about my brother, and I just went fucking nuts on my dad. Damn, and, I tried. Anyways, to... here's the thing: you would think my dad would be mad at me. No, so anyways, he didn't talk to my brother for three months, and actually, my brother didn't talk to him for three months. It was like a. Mm, a riff. Too. It was just like one of one of them are gonna say sorry first, and they were both like, "I'm not fucking sorry. I'm not fucking right, stubborn sorry. shit." Oh, they were both stubborn yeah. shit. And anyways, like, I thought my dad would be mad at me because I just beat the shit out of him. No, he didn't give a shit about that at all. Actually, he was trying to like just rub it in my brother's face. It was actually nice for me being like 17 years old at the time, mm-hmm. like trying to go out to eat with my friends and stuff. We didn't have much money or whatever, but my dad would always just be like. Hey Josh, you want you want some money? Here's here's thirty bucks if you want to go out to eat. Right in front of my brother's face though, because my brother so, like, had no fuck money. With him? Oh yeah, because he had no money. So instead of giving him money, he would just give me money. Ooh, mind games. And he'd be like, "You can go ask your mom," which my mom didn't make much money, and my dad make way more money than my mom. Mm-hmm. So he just oh, so he it, had that wallet. Oh yeah, I mean not not had the wallet, but like he had way more he had than the my wallet mom. More than that's who you go to if it, you want money. Yeah, he was the one you went to if you wanted money, and <laughs> oh, it was. So he did it. He almost like used it. Oh, he used it. But also then my brother started getting mad at me about it. He's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, he's like, I thought you were on my side. I'm like, I am on your side. I'm like, but I also like free money. I like like (laughs) money, man. I want to go out to eat and stuff. This is kind of cool. Not going to lie. I'm I'm getting laid in the basement, bitch. Dude, like I just bought. (laughs) <laughs> couple bottles of vodka. Like, these girls are loving it right now. Like, I got your fake ID, bitch. He wasn't even 21 at the time, but either way, he was fucking just... He started getting pissed off at me, and I'm just like, all right, whatever. So then I, I literally told my dad, like, hey, you need to stop this bullshit. Then we got into it again. Mm. There was no punches thrown that time. But Good. got into it again. He thought I was being sarcastic and not really worrying about it, and then blah, blah, went from there. I bowed up to my dad once. I'll never forget. It was at the top of the stairs. Oh, I bowed up to my dad. And my times. dad, he puffed his chest out quite literally and chest bumped me all the way down the hallway to the top of the stairs, caught me before I could fall down. 
and was just like basically without saying it physically saying like bitch this isn't a fight you're going to win because there was no there was no way so you know i i'm I, a, it, that's a, the dad strength is a real thing yeah and so he was also pissed so he but he was being loving at the same time He's but like, he, I'm not he gonna also, beat the shit on my kid. He also wanted to let me know very much physically because I think there's probably that moment. There's probably that moment in a father son or in a lot of relationships. <laughs> probably not. Hopefully not male female, but like a situation where it's like this motherfucker is gonna try to push the bounds, and hey, dude, I just I need you to know quite literally you're not going to be able to win this fight. And, and 90% so, of the time, you won't win against no. your dad. That dad strength is well, it fucking stupid. Probably not. And not me. Not when my dad's 6'4", like 260 pounds, and I'm like 140 my pounds. My dad's the same size as me, and I'm not going to lie. If I fought him right now, and that man has Why had, do we keep going back to fighting each other? He had heart surgery, and he has surgery on his neck and shit. I think he still might be able to beat me. I think there's some sort of weird, like, stubbornness to some shit yeah. where you're like, they can't I think lose. this dude is going to fuck somebody up. Oh, I've watched. That's how my grandpa was. Like, he was, like, kind of, like, even older. But if you piss that guy off, it seems like he might fucking ragdoll you to the ground like a Hulk situation. So my dad is, I mean, he's a little older. I have a brother that's 40. I'm only 28, so... Obviously, he's an older dad for me. We were at a Bears game one time, and we're literally going down the escalator, and some dude turned around and said something to him. And my dad grabbed the dude by the fucking thing and just, when I say thing, sorry, you guys can't see what I'm doing, grabbed him by his like shirt. collar? Like his shirt. Yeah. And lifted him up and just threw him down the escalator. <laughs> I'm just like, Dad? And my, my first thing, I looked at him actually, before I even said Dad, I go, give me your fucking tickets now. Give me your ticket. Because my brother was a season ticket holder. Mm -hmm. They could take him away. And I'm like, if they ask you where you sat, just say, I don't know. And he's like, okay. So we kind of, I was like standing by. You just got his back just technically. I was standing. Yeah, I was standing by to like see what happened or whatever. Like obviously this dude has like four other friends that come and try to beat my dad's ass. Okay, well, I don't give a fuck about these tickets. I'm throwing them out of my pocket too. Mm -hmm. And just beating the shit out of people. But anyways, no, he, he fucking... Damn near was about to beat the shit out of this. He got down on an escalator, and my dad looked at him and grabbed him by the fucking throat. He goes, I will beat your little fucking ass, man. You don't fucking know me. And this dude is like, he's a he's probably my size, actually. Well, I and also, this dude got fucking terrified. Because I think there, if, if you don't have a figure in your life, be it your dad, be it an older brother, be it an, maybe a bigger friend, or you don't hang out with people... And you try to just act like you're like king shit, you'll end up meeting someone that very directly explains to you that you ain't shit. And if you don't shut the fuck up, you might get your ass fucking tossed down a flight of stairs. Yeah. And that's very important. People need that. People very much need that, especially I, I nowadays. Agree with that. They they absolutely do. I Look, mean, I'm telling you, I I haven't well, seen my dad in many fights, but dude, I grew I grew up in schools. A couple schools. You went to school? I did. Are uh, you sure? Bruner Middle School Bruner. and uh, uh, Fort Walton Beach High School, where people, there were a couple people that I watched throughout their career that they were tiny guys. They just felt the need to fucking talk shit. And they were proven wrong very quickly 
Like, dude, what are you saying to me? Like, because you're going to meet someone. You're going to meet – you might be able to talk a bunch of shit, but you're going to meet someone where you decide where your your bark's not going to back up your bite, and they're physically 100%. going to grab you, and they're going to take you to where you need to be. And if you don't learn that – and there, there's some – there's there's a lot of people that need to learn that. But I, I specifically remember two people that I grew up with where I was like – that's where I learned, like, Napoleon complex and shit, and I was like, all right, okay, look. You can be like funny and shit, and you can like make snide comments, but you can't, but you can't be an me. asshole. Yeah, like, don't be a me. fucking douchebag so because you'll find someone who you're trying to be a douche to, and you think you're invincible. And in eighth grade, you ain't like someone's literally going to be the size of your dad, and so, he's going to choke slam so you in a hallway. A, we had to do like that at high school. Yeah, I think it was high school. Yeah, because it was definitely everybody's got a couple, man. Anyways, this dude. I'm new there, actually. I just moved in. And I take that back. It was my so- sophomore year, I think. But I'm still kind of new. Like, people are still getting to know me. I don't know everyone. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a smaller school, like, I'm getting to know people. Anyways, I find out this dude's talking shit to me. Not to me, but about me. I call him out about it in the hallway one day. And mm, exactly, I, the, I, exactly I came the from picture. so my thing is I came from Whiting and Clark is where we went to high school that school actually is shut down R.I.P. Clark and you kind of you don't really like say shit like you don't say shit unless you have some shit there at Clark you know oh, what I mean yeah. so here's the thing at Clark if you got into a fight and you beat someone up that wasn't like oh shit that dude's a badass that was oh now you have six other people that want to fight you or also like it's happened or also like Hey, don't just say. Why are we getting so aggressive? Is this what two guys uh, do on dip? We're not getting aggressive. Is it the dip? No, I, let me let me. Sorry, finish go ahead, one. finish so, it. I have to guy, acknowledge the aggressiveness the, of the this guy podcast, comes up to me, though. or he didn't come up to me. He's in the hallway afterwards, and I'm like, I looked at him I'm like, hey man, like, I heard you're saying some shit about me. Typical <laughs> douchebag move, you know? <laughs> yeah, typical. I know. Laugh. I even called it out myself. And he came back at me. He's like, yeah, man, I'm not going to lie. He goes, I don't fucking like you. I grabbed him by the throat, threw him against the locker and gave him an elbow right to the face. And then grabbed him by the throat again. I'm like, so you know what? And he's like, we're good. Like, it was literally like that. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Here, Here's the kicker on this. This man I did this to is now in prison for life for murder. What? Yeah. What? Promise you to God. It's probably your fault. Oh, no. This man was. No, it's your fault. This guy was a nutcase. He actually always talked about. He's like, man, wouldn't it be crazy if I just fucking one day came over everyone and just like killed them with a fucking plane and just started shooting down And he down ended up killing everyone. someone? He killed his ex-girlfriend, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. It was a huge case in Valpo slash Wheeler where I went to school. Dude. Yeah, it was fucked up. We've never discussed this. Uh, we don't want to discuss. Yeah, it's not. A I actually, unfortunately, I will not discuss it on this because I have some. I don't want shit you that to. I won't. I really don't want you to. No, I won't. I have the. Can I give you the opposite case? And this is the last we'll talk about fighting because it seems like it's just you and I sitting here talking about I fighting. Fight. Starting to weird. Can we fight? No, we dance. Later. We dance. We can dance. What about your girlfriend versus my girlfriend fight? No. No. 
No, because I'll jump in and I'll start beating everybody's ass. You'll <laughs> <laughs> give me an excuse. And then I have that to was jump a joke. in. It, so I had a, a similar thing. This guy, he was about your size, not as thick, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but he was just in eighth grade. So we're, it was the first time I ever had to, like, really, like, I, I, I don't, I, I was very scared of fights up until now. And he, we're playing three on three basketball, like termination or tournament elimination. Everyone, like, mm-hmm. goes. Those are blasts. Yeah, they're way. really fun. They're I really have, fun. I've actually thought about asking. Dude, they're, they, it's I fun. Wanted, I've wanted to set one up in Valpo yeah. at Tower Park. It'd and be so an amazing time. It, it, and also gets very serious very quickly because it's so, <laughs> yeah. And so we used to do that at, you know how, like, Especially if money's on gyms the line. will have, like, the the two main goals down if there's a game. But they'll put the two main goals up, and you'll do the side goals. Jared, and you do like half Jared, courts. I'm gonna stop you for one second. Go ahead. They're called hoops. Hoops. Sorry. Sorry. Hoop goals. We're not talking about soccer. Right well, now. I uh, don't grew up in a recreational center, so maybe I know, maybe I don't. But you knew what I was talking about. But anyway, so at this at this point, we had won a couple, and this guy is very mad just because he's not very good at basketball, and he's he keeps pushing me. And I didn't really talk shit to him, but it's just our team was winning a little too much. And it wasn't because of me. It was honestly because of my other two people. And he's pushing me, pushing me, like physically pushing me. And I'm like, okay. Like, in all honesty, I was like, you're bigger than me. Like, this isn't my fight. And he pushed me against the gym wall. And then he spit in my face. And once he spit in my face, then I was like, oh, I can't let someone spit in my face. And so I just walked up to him and I started punching him in his face and he started to cower away. So it was me like punching him in the face as he cowered away. And I was waiting for the coaches, the PE teachers to fucking, hey, get this guy off this guy. And they never did. I just kept punching him over and over. And then I eventually just stopped. And I was like, I can't punch this guy anymore. This is too much. And I stopped, and I just walked away, and he left, and I left. And I, I at that moment— That's how sports are sometimes. I emerged victorious. And two weeks later, we're in geography class, and he's sitting two rows away from me. And I, the teacher's like, what do you think this is? And I raised my hand, and I was like, it's this. And he put a snide comment towards me. And then someone from the back of the class goes, didn't that guy beat your ass two day, like two weeks ago? <laughs> And then he just he got red in the face and he never said shit to me again. Fast forward, I looked him up two years ago. He's a fucking like marine, like ripped. So now you're done for. Oh, dude, he's ripped to shit. Could beat probably anyone's ass. Like just you look at it, he does not look like the same person at all. I just randomly looked him up. I don't know why. Because I think I was having a conversation similar to this with someone. I was like, the biggest guy that I ever beat up who was actually like in it, it like lasted the school year. Hey, at least year. you can say you beat this guy up. Yeah, but dude, look at him now. It's the opposite of what you're saying. So like you were saying like that guy was like the guy that you beat up is just kind of like nothing. This guy is like an elite fucking military kill machine. And there's no way that that showdown would happen and I emerge victorious now. Like he's, 
He's literally, I watched, he You're had done a, for. dude, he had AK-47 on his back, and he had a six-pack and pecs. It was nuts. He was so fucking ripped. It was the scariest thing I ever saw. And I was like, holy shit. I'm glad I did this in high school and not now. No, it was in eighth grade, and uh, I honestly think maybe I had a fucking, maybe. You might have been the reason he's this way. Yeah. Yeah, that dude was just like, never again will some peant piece of shit fucking beat me up. And he just goes and fucking gets ripped as shit, goes and kills Osama bin Laden, and join, like fights for our freedom. You're welcome, hey, America. Thank you for your service, my man. Thank you for your service. Uh, thank me for beating his ass in yeah. eighth grade because he might not have been that way. And we might be safe because of it. And I say I would probably come back right now and be like, dude, you changed my life. Give me a hand, handshake, you know? He like, just has the hottest wife ever. He's just ripped his shit. He's just like, thanks, dude. Like, without you, uh, me spitting in your face and you kind of beat my ass and everyone calling me out for it, I don't think I would have been this way. I think I might have been some. It's a true factor. It I been. was actually headed down a path of just dorky shitness, and I wasn't even funny. He wasn't. He thought he was. And you, your tiny ass beat me up. So, since we're talking about fighting. Let's stop talking about no, we fighting. Are, are we going to keep talking about one more fighting? Thing. This is a very so, masculine podcast. So who, who, I, I apologize we for can the actually, masculine. We can take this into the sports gambling Ooh, podcast part. We can take this into it because this is about sports. Okay. So, if you watched Javon Wims today, you saw him go up and just beat the shit out of that guy. His helmet, actually. Yeah, he punched him right in the face. <laughs> What was or, that game? The Saints Bears game. Yeah. So, so first off, why do you, why why would you ever punch someone's helmet? Doesn't make sense. I think it kind of does. It it's kind of saying like I don't give a fuck if you have a helmet on or not. I'm gonna punch you right in the face. I think so too, especially because you know what, what I mean. What happened the play before he that dude poked his player's and eye, so he had like, his back. And also, Javon Wims is not a key factor in the Bears offense. So I think, in my opinion, here ooh conspiracy I, theory. So. I agree with what he did, actually. Mm-hmm. I think you should have waited. So that pushed him back many yards. You should have waited for time. waited to a first down, not a second down. Or like an important situation. Yeah, like that was actually they were trying to drive. Wait for a little bit. But he doesn't get in that much, so maybe not. Anyways, so I saw on uh, Wikipedia earlier. Wikipedia is always correct. Mm-hmm. You could do whatever you want on there. It's obviously not correct. Uh, anyways... Blah, 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 talks about his age and everything. And it goes, he played college football at Georgia. Great school. He goes, he made his professional boxing debut against New Orleans Saints. <laughs> professional boxing. Someone went up and literally straight up edited his Wikipedia. In to, real time almost. Because that just time. happened. That happened today. Like, what, four hours ago, five hours That's ago? That's actually really awesome. Mm-hmm. Dude, this fucking is fucking hilarious. I I really I mean maybe this is too much of a masculine podcast, Josh. You, you want to make it more it masculine? Down. Let's talk about sports gambling here for a second. Yeah, that's right. what you wanted to do. Yes. So here we go. What I'm going to say right now is bonus tracks. Anyone who doesn't want to talk about sports betting and gambling and hear hilarity. Mixed with sports betting, gambling. Tune the fuck out. Yeah, you need to tune out right now. Because we're going deep. Yes, I agree. Go deep. All right. 
So I don't. So I'm gonna start. Can I can I open it up real quick? Open it up. I just want to say I don't know a lot about betting. It it wasn't a big part of my life. We we kind of talked about that. I said like regions that have gambling or regions that I honestly I would like to actually say have sports teams close to them might be more susceptible. Dude, if you have casinos and big teams near you, you're probably more apropos to fucking gamble, correct? I would 100% agree. So I, If you live in Florida, you're not going to gamble on any of those shit-ass dude, if, teams. Dude, if you're in northwest Florida... I don't care where you are in Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville. I don't care where you are in Florida. Maybe I you're, could see no, I could see someone in Tampa. No. Dude, you're not going to gamble probably. on any of those shit-ass Yeah, you're teams. probably right. Actually, except for today. Well, it's, Take Tua all if, day. If Tua. you're near a place, like I said, that has gambling, such as casinos, and I don't know. It seems like an old-school market. I don't know. I never dealt with gambling. All right, so gambling. Let's talk gambling. I think Let's it's go little, deep. I think it's a little bit in the blood. Go ahead. You're up now. If you think it's in the blood, I think it is too. You Thank think you. it's in the blood? It's I, hereditary? A little bit. My whole family likes to gamble. Mm. I actually, So it's actually weird. Me and my oldest brother like to gamble. None of my actual like brothers and mom and dad like to gamble, but all cousins and everyone else gamble a lot. So you like it? Oh, I love it. So you're... you're, you're your ball here's is how deep much, in it. Here's how much I like it. I'd rather go to a casino and lose three hundred dollars than walk out even. Hmm. I that's hundred percent true. That doesn't make sense to me. You why did I go casino? I didn't go there to fucking break even. Dude. I went there either to win or lose money. Okay, explain it to me. You go there to either win or lose. You okay. don't you don't go in to a if you're going to break even, don't gamble. Oh, if so you, you, if you want the thrill of winning or you, the loss of losing? But it's also the thrill is losing, too. You get a thrill in losing? It's not a thrill. It's more of a... The okay. loss The loss makes the win I'll, so I'll, much better? I'll be back is basically what it is. Like, I'm going to get you? Yeah. But uh, if you broke even... Dude. dude I, I'm dead, I'm dead this serious. Is kinda, this is kind of psychological because it kind of... It, it really... I can equate it to, like, how... I All used right. to live. We're gonna bring fighting back into this. Dude. I know we said no. It seems very, very masculine thing. It's fine. We don't want to bring fighting Whatever back in, but we're bringing fighting in. But you the... get into a fight, okay? You okay. get into a fight, okay? It's a draw. No one wins. What do you want to do after that? Fight again. Mm, okay. You fight again. If you got into a fight in oh, high school, you need that. Anything, you need that loss or that win. If you lost, you lost. You, you got to come back stronger. But if you win, you win. Okay. Yeah. You can't break even. I kind of. I would much that. rather lose ten dollars than break even. I'd much rather lose two hundred dollars than break even. Shit. <laughs> like I'm not kidding. That is awesome. I'll, no, no. I'll I be kinda... on a heater. I'll be on a heater down. So I gamble quite a bit, ladies and gentlemen. But <laughs> when I go to the casino, I'll. Take, I kind of like that vibe. I'll take four hundred dollars from me to the casino, and I'll be down to my last fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and I make it all the way back up to even. A lot of people leave. They're like, "Okay, I got back to where I was. I had some I, fun. I, I won. I yeah. lost. I'm I didn't. I didn't lose any money. Me, Mm-mm. I look at it. I'm just like, no, no. I'm like, I can't walk out even. I was just here for four and a half hours." How, that's a waste of my time. 
I'd rather lose money than walk out even. Someone take <laughs> here, here's $30 to take these $30 and just go have fun. Like, I, I want to lose. I will hire a prostitute, not have sex with her, smack her in the face with $50 right on her butt cheeks, yeah. and not even sleep in the same room. You're goddamn right. Fuck that, this. That's what happens. Like, you have to do it as gambling. Like, gambling is a weird thing. So you here's win the thing. or lose or you fucking tie the fuck up. Yeah. Right? Everyone, Dude, al- you like, everyone always this says this is some fast everyone, and the furious shit, right? Everyone here. always says a push is a win, so a push is if it ties, Ooh. like in sports gambling, okay. a push is a tie, and it doesn't happen too often, but it does happen. But you don't see too many lines. Usually they're at like three point five or mm-hmm. two point five. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when the people start betting one way, it goes down to three. So people will bet that because like that could be a push, but people will bet that, and then they're like. Well, this is a win today. A push is a win. It's like, no, it's not. That's not a win. Have you ever seen Uncut Gems? Uh, I love that. And actually, I watched it with my girlfriend. And toward the end. So, actually. I I think it's a good movie. So, great movie. Is that correct with gambling? Um, Kind of. So, here's. Because that's like watching someone that who loves to do blow. And you're like, here, do you like that movie about blow? Here's the weird part is. At that time, I was actually in a rough spot of gambling. Mm-mm. I, I do way better now. So I used yeah. to use, I used to use a bookie. So a bookie, it's just like okay. And you got to know the bookie, right? You like know, I can't just I can't just do what you do, correct? I can set you up. I mean, but you got to get someone to set you up, right? Correct. It's like a. It's almost like a socialized, like weird, like it's basically a non-tax gambling. Is what oh, it is. Yeah, but it wasn't. For the last two years. Until Dude, you're going to be year. put on a list after this. So the last two years, so basically what it was, you bet with your bookie. Mm-hmm. And now, so you, you meet a, you actually set a uh Are you seeing point. some illegal shit right now? Yeah, it was kind of illegal. But <laughs> you set a uh, meet point. Mm-hmm. So basically you go, all right, up or down $1,000, that's when we pay out. But then you can keep going throughout the week. It's like a Thursday end or something like that, or after Monday, because you have Monday night football, so it's after Monday. Yeah. So do these meet- games matter, dude? You do a meet point, so you have a bad. Oh, you have shit, a shit, dude. I'm getting hyped up. So you have a bad Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. You lose a thousand dollars. No, you you can still actually keep betting. So your mindset is like, I got to get below a thousand dollars so I don't have to pay out. Hmm. So you're like, I'm going to bet $300 here so I don't have to pay out. Oh, shit. Then you lose that game. Now you're like, fuck, I'm down $1,400. Now you're like, okay, I'm going to bet $600 so I don't have to pay out. And you're like, fuck, I just lost that game. Now you're you're digging yourself a hole. Oh, you dig a hole big time. I did that last year. It was really bad. I won't talk about the money. <laughs> we won't talk about how much it was, but it was bad. Let me just say, DraftKings, I'm going to give you guys a shout out right now. Do you th- DraftKings Sportsbook. Draft you Kings. are my savior right now because I actually have to load money into the account in order to gamble. So I'm not just building a right, bank. Yeah. So I it's actually, not just there. It's like that one-touch click. Like if you have a website that is a one-touch click buying, like if that shit comes up on your phone, you're going to buy it right away. So the easier it is to bet, the easier it is to bet, right? Well, also not saying, maybe I'm saying, but... You cannot take your bank account below zero 
mm-hmm. on this DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With a bookie, you can't. You can go into debt. Oh, you go and real far. They're in actually debt. so what they're wanting you to do is to probably go into debt. They're kind of honestly, that's kind of how the banking system works in a weird way. They want you to go into debt. Like credit cards kind of send you like, you know, you get that oh, shit from Cop- Capital One. You get that shit from Visa. They're like, hey, sign up for the credit card. Because what they're wanting you to do is in a similar way. There's something financially, financially the way finances work. I wouldn't even say credit cards. It, it, Housing is the biggest one. Yes. Housing. It, yes. So every everything's wanting you to sink it into this because they know that they'll come out on tap the, the the house wins right house wins every time okay okay they, so, you, why, so do, why do you think casinos are still open why do you think sports exactly, are still open exactly. they all win so that's that's been my big deal except my big against deal. me i'm going to whoop all except your asses against you. you're the one that's going to win you're the only one that's going to so here's my next I question haven't won yet. no the so last 3 I, years i haven't had a winning year i really like this i I would like to get into the conversation of why do you think that you're going to be the guy that wins? So I don't necessarily think I'm going to be the guy that wins. Do you just like playing then? What it, What is the what is thrill. the resolve here? So, the thrill. So it's a thrill. That's the biggest thing is a thrill. It's a thrill. I'm not going to lie. So, so you're kind of paying for something that you're getting your rocks off on. You kinda. know it's not going to reciprocate, but it's kind of like buying a bottle of booze. You're like, I'm going to buy this bottle of booze. Yeah, did I buy it? Yeah, did I lose on it? Yeah, for sure. That's but actually, I'm gonna get, you're exactly. gonna get something out of it. Yes, it's just another. I get a thrill out of it. Yeah, I, it's I another get thrill for to me. have some fun. I have a possibility of winning a shit ton of money. I haven't won shit ton. But of you money never yet, won. But, Isn't that crazy? Uh, I mean, I've won. I don't know my actual. At least with losing. So but, at least with booze, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm probably gonna lose the day. You are um, correct. Yeah, this probably not even losing the day. You might be winning because you get so fucked up, and you're like, "I won." Maybe Depends. I won. Depends, but you you at least you had an honest transaction. You had a situation where you were like, "I would like something. I would like a. I would like a weird night that I would kind of semi like to remember." And so I'm going to buy gam- this. The worst part about gambling is you spend the money on gambling, and then you also go to spend the money on the booze. So what do you because, get out of it? Uh, so, sell me on it. I it just seems like a losing aspect. So here's I'll be what, completely honest, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think I could sell you on gambling. <laughs> and also, I love how much you love it and how much you I just can't. are willing to just. Like, do you want to know what I wanted to do? Yeah. Two years ago, what? and actually, you might remember me texting you about it, asking what microphones you had and shit like mm-hmm. that. I wanted to start a sports gambling podcast. It's the only way you would make money. That's what I wanted to do. Because you're not going to make money, is, Josh. You're just losing money. No, I haven't lost much. Not a bunch. You break even every year. Yeah, roughly. This year... It's I'm, a fun I'll hobby pl- you have. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be a, a detriment. Hobby. It's okay. Not a detriment, but it's definitely... A, it's kind of what I tell myself about gin. Yeah. I'm like, this is a fun hobby. It's not so but, bad. I haven't lost everything in my life. Anyway, not so when yet. it comes to gambling, I actually wanted to start a full-out sports gambling podcast. I wanted to do it. Barstool Sports, where did they start? Yeah. Dude, like, do it they here. They started in something like this. Do it here. Do like, it here. Oh, I thought about it. Here's your only issue. Find someone that you want to do. Oh, I, I know who I want with me. Who? But my buddy Donnie. But here's your issue. We well, both, suck at, ga- to, we both to, suck at gambling. 
Yeah, that's not gonna good. That's not good. We do good for like three weeks, and then it's like a month and a half of literally just like dog shit. All right, here. Can I say Can't this do to you? Anything. Can I give you this contract right now? Yeah, give it to me. Come on, win, baby. Win five hundred dollars. No, we have a thing to win. Wait, five hundred dollars? That's easy. I could win that tomorrow. Okay, listen to me. Okay. And don't say another fucking word. Win five hundred dollars. I can set you up a podcast studio. I will fucking record them for you, and I will take a very, once we set it up, I will take a very minuscule amount of your winnings. Can't I set those all up for almost $500? You can. Go ahead. Try. Try. Why haven't you yet? I said, can't I? I'm asking you. You can. can. No, you can do it yourself. You can, for sure. Yeah. But I can do it for you for 10% of your winnings. I won't even take the initial $500 is all you need. You come to me and you go, hey, Jared, I got 500 bucks. Set me up a podcast. I will get your name. I'll be like, what do you want your name to be? I'll put it out there. I will start the podcast for you. You don't have to do any of that shit. All you have to do is talk on the microphones. Here's all I got to say about that one. No. <laughs> no, you're, I, can't, I can't have your name attached to it. I don't have to be attached to it. Okay, I'm so not trying to be like, it's the Josh Holmes and Donnie fucking podcast with Jared Moxley. You will not hear my name. Okay, I will be cool. a ghost only person. Only reason being is I love you. I don't want you to end up dead. That's another thing with gambling. People end up dead. That's fair. I actually, I won't be named. I will just, all I will do is make sure that you record a podcast and that podcast is clean and it gets put on the internet. I might actually take you up on that. If you want to do it, I'll do it. I can do it in your garage. If you have 500 bucks, it's that's that's more than enough. We'll find out. Well, let me know. I always just want to do a sports gambling podcast. You should. I just think I would end up dead because my picks are not good. Well, I mean, you don't have to advertise where you're from. Oh, wait, my picks are amazing. If you're listening to this, they're great. So listen to the next podcast. Oh, shit. About the sports gambling podcast. Listen to it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you kind of discredited it, didn't you? <sighs> yeah, I did. We kind of fucked up there. Well, here's what I'm going to say to you. We got to talk about something else. Yeah, we're going to talk about something else. I'm going to need you to give me a dip. Well, Jaron Moxley is being handed a dip right now. Thanks you. Thanks you. Thanks you. All right. So we, we've talked about a lot here tonight. Mm-hmm. My my big thing, I think our our urine saving grace is our our huge difference. We are Dude, we are literally I don't know if anyone knows us, but we are the complete opposite person. And that's also kinda a big theme of this podcast because Matt and I are, are kind of different and shout out to Matt, miss you. But, Love you, Matt. But you're kind of like <laughs> similar in that way, but almost even more so. And somehow we ended up being great friends. Like, why do you think that is? And why do you think that there's not if you get to know someone and maybe maybe it's maybe it's because of work, but maybe it's not. But if you just get to know someone Regardless of of what they think and who they are, and if you just really get to know them, and you realize 
that like there's not really much difference. All it is is two great people. Maybe, yeah. I mean, no, seriously. Like, you well, have just two, two good people just hanging gen- out. I think genuine. I think when yeah. people are very We're realist genuine. too. Realist, yeah. Too. I think I think the realist part might be a big thing. And I know a lot. If I was listening to this, I'd be like, these guys are fucking boofing themselves, which means blowing cocaine up each other's I was butts. What boof meant, but it means okay. blowing cocaine up each other's butts. And I don't. We think, don't do cocaine. Yeah, and we're not. And it's like, well, if you looked at us, you'd be like, well, they're not that different. But literally, we are. We're very fucking different. But what I like about it is, and what I honestly love about my friendship with you, is that we are different. And you kind of, you'll you'll like give me a nudge, and, and and you won't even, you won't even. You'll just be like, you'll subtly say some shit like, well, maybe, maybe it's this way. And it gives me a perspective where I might not look at it that way because I'm very one-sided and judgmental. As much you as are. I'd like to be, up, as much as I would like to be like open-minded, and I think I am, I'm very, I'm very open-minded in my mind. You know mm. what I mean? I got you. So it's nice to have someone that's that like opens it up a little bit. That goes, hey, dude, it's not all just that. It's not all just negative, cunty, everybody's a douche, this, this, this. And it, it, it I think it, I might have changed your life a little bit. Maybe. I'm sure you did, dude. I think everyone that encounters I think I it, changed your life because you looked at me like he's a douchebag. And then you realize, like, not everyone that looks like that is a douchebag. I think you should put people in your life that make you open up how you look at the world and that not be a closed off asshole. And if you do that actively, you'll probably be a better person. 100% you'll be a better right? person. Yeah. Don't be a fucking Even if you are a douchebag. Don't bag, close yourself in a corner. Like who is, wants to live in a corner? You can even be right? a douchebag but still be a good person. And it it sounds weird. It sounds weird having you you being that guy because for me, I don't Aesthetically pleasing, you're a white man, I'm a white man. It doesn't seem like that's how it is. But it really is that way with our relationship. You really have opened up shit for me because, and I really do respect the things that you say. Even if I make fun of them, even if I say this or that, I really do respect what you say because you have a different approach to it than I have an approach to it. We're going to have to pause here for a second, guys. I have to go cry. You're going to go cry. <laughs> Thank you so Shut much, the fuck Jared. up, Josh. <laughs> I'll choke you. the shit out of you. That was actually really nice. Fuck you. I don't care about that. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, if if you just keep doing that, and the the more that you can do that, I think it's going to be good. Good. For anyone. Good. For anyone, dude. Like, And you're, like, the opposite version of how th- everybody wants it to go this way because they're just like, you can't have a good old boy who's your white man like but no like there there's still nice people there You're, you know what i mean well, you and look, believe you, you me i would just i would fucking hate you josh oh i know you. i would. really would i would love to look at me dress right now but i, I actually know you and i fucking live with you and i have to do shit with you actively regularly and i fucking love it and it's because you're not a fucking asshole and just don't be fucking assholes dude just let's just fun. fucking do that Let's just not be fucking... I don't give a shit who you are. Hey, look at yourself. Look at the mirror when you're fucking brushing your goddamn teeth. 
and you're fucking making sure you're hitting your fucking the back of your molars. Just don't be a fucking douchebag. And then I think we're going to be okay. Not even just douchebag. Right? Be a normal person. Yeah. Be a normal person in life. Be a normal person in your daily work every single day. We work directly with the public. We work with you the public. You and I do. We you more than me. I actually I push a lot of shit off onto you. Fuck the public. But I'm I so love sorry. all y'all. No, but you love them, but at the same time, it's so simple. Like, why are we simple. making this complicated? I think Wu-Tang Clan had a, a fucking title to a song that said, why isn't it all so simple? It fucking is. Just fucking don't be a fucking cunt. Life be is ni- very simple. Just be nice to people, man. And if someone talks shit, smack them right in the fucking face. And then let's move on. If you talk shit, expect to get hit. And then move on. Be fucking nice. You don't want to get your fucking jaw broken up? Then fucking quit talking shit. Shut up. Right? He just Just went off. He going off. It's just, it's it's tiring. I, I, you and I both work with. We work. With we work every in day. a situation where and it's like you can't fucking every say day shit. Just like, dude, literally, you can't say anything. You can't look at him and be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And then without them not saying like "fuck you" back to you. Like, and I love and I and I love people. I love people, but honestly, but just be fucking nice, this, man. This job makes me hate people, dude. Pretend everyone out there. Pretend you work in the service industry. Pretend you're taking a phone call for, from a, a customer who's complaining and be fucking nice to him and watch him be right nice to you. <coughs> Just don't be a fucking douche. You <coughs> you okay? Just don't come into a conversation being like, I did that. Like, once you start doing that, it's like, okay, well, now we're in a confrontation. It doesn't have to be. We don't have to be confrontational. We're all friends here. Damn, we're going to fix the world, dude. Do you want to fix the world? Dude, I think we just kind of did. I I think everyone needs to be friends. We all need to be friendly. Why wouldn't you? There's Why no- would you enter an interact? Say you're playing an RPG, role-playing game, or Dungeons & Dragons. Let's hit up Eli, last podcast. Like, Say you're just like oh, running Eli. around. Why would you meet a non-action player... Shout out. And be confrontational. The only reason you would do that was because you had something wrong with you. Yeah, 100%. You're projecting onto them. So treat them how you would want to be treated. Don't be a fucking asshole. And be like, hey, man, uh, this guy might be having a bad day, too. Everything that happened to you might have happened to him. Actually, probably tenfold. And just act like that. Watch everything. That's the thing. That's easy. That's the, it's, it's the easiest thing in the world. It's a very easy thing in life. I mean, that's how I landed my girlfriend, just fucking being nice. Like, I think we're being self-righteous, though. You think so? Yeah. I think we're trying to pretend like we're better than everyone. We're being self-righteous, I, I actually, like I'm we know gonna, what's it, going on no, in the world. No, we know we're nice people. I think we're just being self-righteous at this point. But it, we're not wrong. We're not wrong. We're There's not a wrong. lot of mean, mean people out there. Honestly, I got a lot of gin to drink. Do we get a long? What do you got? Are we done with all the sports talk? Or? What do you want to go back on it? Did we finish? Uh, I don't, well, I could go on sports. Dude, talk I don't forever. really understand half the shit that you said about that. To be honest with you, I don't get gambling. Gambling to me is this weird. Like, it doesn't make sense, but it does. Like, I I like if I'm gonna gamble with someone, I'd like either this or this. 
and that's it. It's very that's like what it is this or this. Blah blah. But it seems like some of the times, like the gambling, ends up being like, okay, here's the deal. There's a one on one, and the boo 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 boo, and these people are better. But then there's like a there's a line. If you take the line, then blackjack. I don't get it. So here's the so thing. I get blackjack if you and I so are playing the it, thing. but there's unsaid books, rules. Books, books, and we're gonna talk about you saying you don't get it. Books in Vegas. Think about it. Kansas City Chiefs against the New York Jets today. Pre- yeah. Okay. So like pretend, the worst pretend team versus I, the best team. Pretend like we we've been talking about dads too. Pretend like I'm your kid, uh, but you don't care about me. But you also want to let me know, you like you were a deadbeat dad. You left, but we came back together uh, years later, and I'm like twenty something years old, I'm and I'm doing pretty gamble? good. No, you're telling me to gamble, and I'm oh, doing. I'm telling you to yes, gamble. So I'm doing pretty good. I'm I got even some, more of a deadbeat I, dad at that no, point. No, can I set up a si- situation? Yeah, let's do it. So, I know you. I kind of don't know you. I'm twenty one years old. I just moved out. I got a I got a decent amount of money, more money than you ever had, and now you're you're my old dad, and you're trying to tell me how to gamble, and I'm trying to get into gambling. So you tell me where to go, and right. what to do. So first, and how thing, to do it. First thing I would say is, son, you're gonna lose all your money you have. Second thing I would say is, why would I do that? Why would you lose it all? Yeah, why am I losing all my money? Because the house always wins, Jared. The then why house. why would we do this? Because so if you're really, really good at gambling. Look, Dad, you left mom when she was very young. And I don't really appreciate that. Now you're coming to my life when I make a bunch of money and you're trying to tell me to gamble and you're gonna tell me I'm gonna lose? Well here's what I gotta say to you, Dad. Go fuck yourself. You know what, son? I appreciate that. I actually do. I'm going to talk to you like a real grown-up right now while you act like a little fucking child. Fair enough. Here's what I'm going to tell you about gambling. Gambling is this little strain of money that just keeps... It's actually kind of like you are hoarding money. So you win a bunch of money. You'll win. Don't get me wrong. But you have to know when to quit. If you don't know when to quit... You will lose. Have you ever quit, Dad? Uh, yes, son, I've quit. But you started back up. Do you actively gamble now, Dad? My girlfriend's on the podcast. Shut the fuck up. Um. Anyway, so yes, I. Quit. I heard you, Dad. We all heard you. <sighs> God damn it! Is you got a girlfriend now? Yeah. <laughs> I have a girlfriend now, and actually, she's quite cool. Way better. Well, than then, your... fucking explain Wait, gambling she's, to me. She's way. Here's what I think. Here's, Dad. here's what I gamble. Here's what I think. I gambled Dad. I think on you your left mom. You were scared. Your mom was a piece of shit, pussy ass bitch, and that's why I gambled. And now I gambled even more, and I have a better woman than that. And now I actually gamble sports. It's actually easier and it's better. Well, explain it to me, Dad. All right. You want me to actually explain numbers? Yes, and everything I do. To you? Okay. So you have spreads in every single game. There's a spread there for a reason. That's because Las Vegas makes them. Las Vegas has people way smarter than both of us, kid. You are dumb. I'm dumb. But they are way smarter. And you are very fucking stupid. 
So you're going to look at this spread and be like, oh, my God, what does this 13 mean? Well, that 13 means they are a 13-point favorite. You might want to take that sometimes. Doesn't doesn't depend on the game. or it does. Is it chance? Is it mostly chance? Oh, there's a lot of chance on it. It all depends on sometimes. I mean, especially if you're taking over or under. Over-unders are the most crazy thing in the world. You're not you're not actually going for a exact team. You are only going for points or no points. Depending if you took the over or if you took the under. Please explain that. So that that's this this is a difficult this is where All right, let's say this is this where is gamblers easy. go. This, this one's easy. The over and this under is, is where the easiest part. People ever. who have never heard of gambling because here's where I like to bet. Heads or tails. I'll take heads, you take he- All right, tails. Easy. We flip the coin. Okay. Hey, over Here, under. Here's, here, here's, here's another the, thing. No, no, I, real easy. I take this team, you take that team, and then we win. So where does gambling start right. to get? So the, over, the... over under is okay. easy. Over under. Do I drink over eight White Claws tonight or less than eight White Claws tonight? I take the over. You take the over? You're going to do over eight White Claws. Six, I'm on my ninth while we're up here. I've won. You won. I'm at like 12. Woo! You definitely won. I love gambling, baby. Yeah, see? So that's over eight. That's the over under. So so what happens when if you have a... So they're usually... So here's the thing. There's a team playing two teams. There's usually, let's say, this over under thing Mm -hmm. is a 8.5. So there's usually a win or lose spot. They're not an even number. Okay. So it'd be, I look at you like, hey, uh, did I drink over or under eight and a half beers? Give me, give me for instance, for a real situation, like, okay, tonight, Cowboys, uh, Eagles. What does that mean? Over, under, what does that mean? Over, under is their two points combined. Okay. Score. Explain that, please. So I'm going to pull my phone up, look at their score. Say their score, give me their. Say Cowboys have twenty, the other uh, Philadelphia has twenty eight. We're gonna go after the actual score if it loads. It might not load, so it ain't gonna load, right. dude. We're gonna go twenty twenty eight. We'll go with that, which I don't think it was that, but if, yeah, I don't think it was that. I made that up. Yeah, we'll go with that number. So let's say the over under was, I don't know. 48 points, because that's a usual normal NFL over under 48 points. Okay. That means if it went over that number, both their scores combined, you lost. What? Yeah. You bet on how many points they will score. The total points, so it doesn't matter who wins or loses? Oh, that part, the over under is great. You cheer for both teams. What? Especially if you're taking the over. Is there a bet where you can... Pick the team? Yes. So there's all these different bets. So you could pick Dude, how many different bets are there? It seems fucking to me when I hear you talk about it and I have no idea what the fuck you're saying, it seems infinite. So I did a mother mother teaser, I think it's called. Oh, here we go. You told me that earlier. I had no idea what it meant. So basically... You have two teams. I took two teams. You have the Los Angeles Chargers. They're a three and a half point favorite. 
So look at it as like this. When someone's a three and a half point favorite, the other team starts with plus three and a half. So, so they they're are, they already they have start, three points. They started the game with three points already. Okay. So that's how that part all works. Now I did this like mother teaser. It it doesn't work out too often. But I did But it's it. a big bet to get big money. Yeah. Hundred bucks to get three grand. I mean, I did it just to do it. Try and it out, maybe it hits. You know what? Actually today I thought it was gonna hit. It was looking very good. Both my teams were up like 30 points. They were all up like 30 points or so. And then next thing you know, neither of them covered. Not just not just one. But it, So it starts to look like it's that way. But do you think this thing is made to suck you in and to keep you going? Because at the end of the day, it seems like when I talk to you. Gambling? Yeah. You've played football with a coin, haven't you? Yeah. Does it suck you in? Yes. Does it make you keep going? Yes. That's your answer. Yeah. That's your answer. It's another like fun I don't thing. I don't care how much money it is. Yeah. It's the same thing. But you you seem to really really love it. Like there's something about it. I do love it. Like so at least so for me, I enjoy gambling with my life with uh alcohol. <laughs> and so like that's my thing. But what is it about this? Is it just because it's monetary and that means something to you? <laughs> I'll be completely honest. I don't know. It's just you found it and you enjoy it. <coughs> I kind of enjoy it too. I love doing it. But I, I think, can walk I th- away. I think it partly has to do with just trying to win money. So I like money. Also, in the you fr- like money? Yes, I but like it, money. But in the front, I actually don't give a shit about money. If it wasn't my life, I would love it. I would love money to be gone. But I also knew it. So there's this big question. <coughs> I asked I asked a bunch of people when the last time I traveled, and I was working with a crew of people, and I looked at everyone, and honestly, a lot of them were, they were like working their ass off, but they just didn't have, they were doing what they loved, but they didn't monetarily have the success that they thought probably thought they deserved nor should they because they were doing very good at what they did like they were like sound engineers like camera people like and they were just doing really good work but they just they deserve way more than they got and i was i just i actually started out talking to someone i was like would you suck a dick for a million dollars and everyone was just like yeah i was like what you wouldn't and it wasn't it wasn't because I had a million dollars and I wanted my dick sucked. It was because I was trying to like weirdly figure out the psychology of what would people do for money and how quickly would they go from like just working and getting paid whatever they were paid for, regardless if they liked it or not, or just sucking a dick for money. And it seemed like everyone was just like, I'll suck a dick for a million dollars. And I got kind of not pissed but I was like what you whores and I'm like judging them and then my bathroom needed to get remodeled see <laughs> and I was see, like here's what I would do I would suck that dick and then I would go on the uh, roulette table put it all on black <laughs> and now I have two million <laughs> or I have nothing so I just sucked a dick for nothing 
I sucked the dick for nothing dollars. I thought it was going to be for two million, but no. It's like a weird psychological thing, man. I really do think that. Because it's like, are you a prostitute? But when you really boil it down, are you? And and what are you giving away? And what are you giving, like, what are you giving away? And what are you, like, taking? And, like, how bad is it? And when, so, once I had to have a force remodel in a bathroom in my house, I was like, before I was judging them, I was like, y'all motherfuckers gonna suck a dick for a million dollars? What are you, just prostitutes? Fuck you, you fucking prostitutes. And now you're like, and then I saw who wants that dick sucked? And then Anyone I, want yeah. a dick sucked? Like, if you have a million dollars, I will suck you. And I was like, that dick. how much? I was like, that's how much a plumber costs? I was like, looks like I'm sucking a dick for a million dollars. I instantly jumped Wait, on the other you, team. You sucked a plumber's dick? Oh, I helped him with pipe. I'll leave it at that. Okay. But I, I got it. Like, I instantly got it. And it's because these people. I don't mean to say these people that since what but so they're they're doing like their craft and their art form as they would want but they're making like less money than they would if they would have gone to like school for what they would have gone to school for oh, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm I might be misrepresenting that I don't know but it just seemed like the consensus was I'll definitely suck a dick for a million dollars because I'm trying to do what I want to do but it's not like getting me where because it's difficult like, you can sell your soul and get a million dollars very quick, but, like, to work it from the ground up and, like, very try your ass off and then be there at, like, how, whatever age you're at, you're just... You just don't remain a million yeah. dollars in your whole entire life yet. Yeah, you never even know... You don't know what a million dollars is. And then you... And then someone rolls up and, like, mm-mm, hey, man. You want to suck my dick for a million dollars? And then you're going to be like, yeah, dude, fuck it, fuck it at this point. I actually have a bathroom remodel <laughs> going on right now, so yes, I will. You're actually- Actually, uh, you're going to redo my whole house. Yeah, Thank dude. You so much. I'm actually going to sell this house, take your million dollars, never look back. little PP was actually fantastic, <laughs> now that you think about it. Yeah, because any also, anyone trying to get their dick sucked and offering up a million dollars, it's probably not that big of a dick. It's probably a small dick. Gotta be small. It's probably easy. That's an easy dick. I'm sorry. That's for you, brother. Give me another dip. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, this is this is this is the late night. What are we talking about now? What are we going at? Mm. I don't know if my clock's right, but how long have we been doing this for? Three hours. Is that real life? That's real life, dog. <laughs> I don't know who I am. Ain't no one listening to this. No one's I, listening I, to this. I looked this at my clock. Time. I'm like, <laughs> I must have not set it back to daylight savings. Oh, no, dude. No one's listening to this at this point. So oh, usually that. we've lost at least, on honestly, most listeners. That's fine. Matt took them with him. I love him. I miss him. But uh, I'm still going to do it. It's still you fun. Gotta do it. It's still fun. I don't want to smoke any more of that. Anyway, what were we just talking about? Sucking dick for a million dollars? Let's move on. Should we end it there or should we move on? We can. Let's end it. 
let's let's wrap it up. It's gonna take a minute for me to wrap this up. Cause I gotta pee either way. Do you? Yeah. Where are you gonna be? Uh, you trying to talk my dick for a million dollars? No. Oh. You ain't gonna R. Kelly my mouth, you son God of a bitch. It. I ain't that cheap. It's gonna cost you three million dollars. Wait, it? no. No, I'll do it for a million. Do you have one million dollars right now? You're gonna have to have it like in your back pocket. Uh, I have to go to my bank tomorrow. <laughs> I have to go to my ATM. Yeah, Never... I'll take a million dollars from my ATM. Here's a uh, here's five hundred dollars a transaction. I'll here's be a tip to hours. everybody out there: if anyone says that they'll piss in your mouth for a million dollars, they don't have money in hand. Don't fucking do it. Gotta have money in hand. Gling 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 gling. Good morning. Ladies and gentlemen, I think this might be it. This is over. It's over. Dude, dude, cheers. This has been fun as fuck. I can't cheers. I'm all out of beer and everything. You don't have any beer? No, I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine while we're up here. And then That's like it? Four. Do you want me to make you a gin drink? Uh, In a dip cup? Not really. <laughs> I'd rather just go thank get you for alcohol. Thank you for coming. Hey, hey. I I haven't I haven't got to ju- just get kind of weird with someone in a while. Because you that get weird last week, we got a little weird, but it was more you know we we've been kind of staying in a a, a very strict lane lately, where it's just like we kind of stay above course. But I I honestly like to get kind of fucked up and just it's talk called shit a in the weird microphone. time recording for a reason, right? I'm not gonna lie, I've checked this cooler. Four times now. Sorry, dude. You can have to sip out of my drink, but you ain't been on that gin train. I checked this cooler four times looking for more beer, thinking there at one point there's going to be another one in there. I miss you, Matt Morris. Say it. Matt? I'm not just going to say what he just said. Matt, you need to come back. We love you. We miss you. Get your ass back to Indiana. That's a beautiful haiku. No one likes those Tennessee motherfuckers. Matt. We knew you. Is that you. where he is, right? Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just Matt, sure. we knew you. Matt, we miss you. We Get your ass back to you. Indiana. Come on back. Get your best sack. Get your ass. Get your. Hold on. Get your best sack back here, is what he said. Get your best sack and your willy willy back to Indiana. We miss you. Matt, come on back to the time where we were one time, and now you left us. You sound like Luke Bryant, dude. You make me sick. I wish I did. (laughs) I love you. Thanks for coming on here, man. Thank you. Get that dip out your mouth. No. Give me that, Matt. Give me that Mondu bottle. Is that Mondu? Mountain. Is that Mondu? Hell yeah. We we're, back, baby. We're going to leave the empty cans up here just for you. We back in Florida, dude. Whew. Get some of that Domino's, baby. I drank nine up here, and I had four. Are you, working, are you wearing an Oakley hoodie? Yeah. It's a fleece. Is that an Oakley fleece? Yeah. Did that come with some sunglasses? Yeah, it did, actually. <laughs> Jared, I told you I looked at your coat. <laughs>